Gavin Fry's Movie Podcast. This is Gavin here. I'm Ian. And with us, we've got a very, very special guest. I'd like to like uh, to introduce you to my good friend, Mr. Leon Tan. Hello, sports fans. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that's probably we're not a sports th- podcast. <laughs> 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 uh, that shit. Don't you watch SportsCenter? Center? <laughs> <Yeah>. No. <laughs> a white guy with black balls right in his face. You're not talking about the Cardinals today. <laughs> no? Jesus, look at that. <laughs> I heard the Red Sox did something recently. Did they play a game or something? Uh, uh, they won the uh, they won the World Series. They won it. Yeah, they won the World Series. They didn't win it. I'm pretty sure they won it, dude. Wow. Why is it a World Series when it's all about America? Because it's all about America. Okay. On this week's show, we will go through some news as usual. We will also be reviewing Byzantium. Uh, we'll have a non-spoiler review of Thor 2 The Dark World. I'll Cosmopolis. Be doing, I'll be doing a really quick review of uh, the last uh, David Cronenberg movie with Robert Pattinson, uh, Cosmopolis. And for Halloween, we'll cover the 2013 Evil Dead, which it's surprising it's taken us this long to get to it. Yeah, it's been a while. It's yeah. been a while, yeah. So, starting us off this week... Uh, we got our. It's it's coming up to Nerdoween, so we basically yeah, the, with the launch of with the launch of now, Thor. Now's the time when basically like Marvel's unleashing all of its film. We got Thor coming out. The the first uh, trailer for Captain America has just come out. Yeah. The trailer for uh, Days of Future Past, the new X Men movie has just come out. The, but I, I think those the for the next few months we just but the Captain America normal movies will have to take a back seat. We ain't gonna yeah. be talking about normal movies for a while. But the Captain America and Days and Days of Future Past thing. The Days of Future Past trailer is essentially fuck you from Fox. Pretty much. Like, the, the Captain America trailer came out, which we'll get to in a minute, but the day that came out, Fox released the six-second Vine video of the X-Men teaser. I'm, get, like, I'm, hey. I'm getting ridiculously annoyed with, with, with these teasers for teasers. Yeah, teasers for teasers suck. Fuck you, fuck. It started with Fox. It started with Prometheus. Yeah. It started with fucking Prometheus. Fuck you, No, there's something before Prometheus. No. But they had, that, they had the Apple thing where it was like on a Monday and a Wednesday and a Friday they had different teasers and behind the scene bullshit before you see the trailer. I don't know, and they were editing Ridley Scott to sound like a real asshole. It's like, oh, well, I'm back. I'm back doing sci-fi. You should all be really grateful. <laughs> so did you see the trailer for Captain America 2? How to carry your boogaloo? You mean the Winter Soldier? Yeah. And I haven't, no. You haven't seen it yet? Yeah, no. enlighten me. Uh, it's, it's a pretty cool trailer. It um, is. I mean, there's, heli- there's a shit ton of helicarriers in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, this is this is Marvel's stab at doing sort of a, a '70s paranoia style type thriller. Yeah. And uh, but it still has the Marvel the Marvel gloss and sheen. So even though you kind of get the impression that the stakes are raised a little bit, it still has that fun zippity sort of. There's you, a, there's a one tell, liner every three seconds yeah, type and, of delivery. And you can tell the stakes have been raised because Captain America is talking to Robert Redford. I don't know what his character name is. He's talking to Robert Redford. Oh, yeah, Robert. I mean, there's Robert, a line. Robert, Red, Robert Redford pretty much narrates the entire the entire. Trailer. The thing he says was like, you know, to make a new world, you've got to turn down the old. I don't tear, know. He's got to tear down the old. Is he says tear down. I thought he said turn down. I was like, what's no, he talking I, about? I heard tear down. Did you? Yeah. Sounds like a bed. <laughs> I mean, it's, 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 a, it's based apparently a lot on the the Brubaker, right? Brubaker yes. did the Winter Soldier run. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right, right. And there is, I mean, there's some okay. very cool moments where they're on a what you call it, Queen Jet, and uh, Captain America's joking with uh, Scarlett Johansson, and then he's just like too busy to go on a date, <laughs> and then just jumps out, and some of the Shield honchos go, "Was he wearing a shoe?" And the other guy's smiling, goes, "Nope." And you see him do the, you know, the thing they do in every skydiving movie now, where they put their hands close to their body and go zooming, and he's right. just put the shield on his back, no right. shoot. Is it rain or fire thing? It's yeah. oh yeah, he's over yeah. the he's over the sea with no shoot, and he's just like fuck you, Captain America, fuck you, gravity. Right. I actually okay. had I actually had problems with that bit because it reminded me too much of the trailer for Iron Man two. The Iron Man, the trailer for Iron Man two started the exact same. At the beginning way. of Iron Man two, where he walks with, out, Gwyneth Paltrow is like 
Like, like, she throws know, his helmet. Yeah, yeah. Wish me luck. She, wish me, yeah, she wish me luck, and she kisses his helmet and chucks it out there. And it's not in the movie. It's like you complete me, then he jumps out. It yeah. remind. It's the exact. Almost the framing of the scene felt very yeah. similar as well, and just the the dialogue setup. So I wasn't too crazy about that. I but I really like Robert Redford in this in the in the Marvel environment. I really like Chris Evans in the black. Uh, Captain America suit. Yeah. You, you know the black suit? Oh, no, no. It's like it's all black and it just has the star with two kind of stripes coming off it, like the old army logo. Yeah, yeah. Spray the, painted the, in jeans. Uh, you know, That's Brew Baker's Stack Avengers and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. It's, yeah, the, mean, it's like, good old Steve. Yeah. It's, <laughs> like, it's like stealth. Stealth, a black stealth suit. Yeah, I can't remember what, what, what he started wearing that in. It was where they had, he did wear it in Secret Avengers, which is, Warren Ellis did that for a while. Where yeah, had, yeah. I saw a few issues of that, but it's not in comicsology for some reason. What was that? I mean, I'm going, this is going back a bit, but what was the name of um, that guy who took over from Steve Rogers for a while, who was just that buttfuck, crazy, insane Captain America who just loved to beat the shit out of people? Oh fuck! Do you remember the guy? I mean, it wasn't the Punisher, was it? No, no, it wasn't the Punisher. Like this, the was... Punisher did do it for a while as well. Yeah, yeah, no, this was like uh, late '80s, early '90s. Wasn't something nuke? Something. There was this guy who took over from Captain America. Uh, Steve Rogers disappeared for a while, and this guy took over, and he was just a fucking asshole. He beat the shit out of people. Oh, he was worse than Punisher. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, uh, uh, something nuke, I thought. I was, know, because oh, did it become, did it this become was the period that I started to like Captain America. <laughs> like, Captain America's awesome, he's beating the shit out of motherfuckers. Oh, wait, it's not Steve Rogers. <laughs> another, another thing that they've used in this is they show the Falcon. Yeah. Because right. I never read any of those. I'm aware there's a Captain America in the Falcon. It doesn't look It doesn't look sucky. Falcon is played by Anthony Mackie, who was last seen in Pain and Gain. He was also in uh, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Uh, and also in Runner Runner, he's in. Run- he's oh, been doing. He's been doing. He's in uh, also the Adjustment Bureau. He's been doing a lot of stuff lately. He's a cool scene running along a Harley Carrier deck, shooting at somebody, jumping off, and then the backpack wings opening. I don't right. like it. You don't like it? No, it's <laughs> it, looks, a- it looks like a fucking black Silverhawks. <laughs> <laughs> Who's directing? That it? sounds awesome. I like Silverhawks. I, I watched that too. DVD over and over again. I like VHS. Oh, VHS. It was like a lot of Thundercats. Every weekend was like that of Thundercats when I was a kid. Silverhawks. That's quite good. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. My favorite character was Bluegrass. Yeah, just sitting there playing guitar. Bluegrass with his fucking guitar. Just let me take that title, Silverhawks. So who's directing <laughs> the uh, Silverhawks remake? No, no. remake? <laughs> it's no. being directed Winter by Soldier. Joe and Anthony Russo, the guys who created, um, uh, who do Community, the sitcom Community oh, for right. the Captain America. Yeah, the big thing that happens in it is you know the you know who the Winter Soldier is. They have directed Wait, something else before, but I can't remember what it was. The Winter Soldier has a silver arm. He is tied. I showed it to my I showed the trailer to my girlfriend, the Jamie Dodger, and she was like, "Who's that guy?" It's like. I can think forward to Mar- was it March 2014 it's 2014 oh, it's, it's April April yeah think forward to then you'll watch the movie you'll thank me Mar- you'll thank me for not telling you who that is oh, yeah. he's got the silver arm there's a little bit like it says Captain America Winter Shoulder, Soldier it has him questioning S.H.I.E.L.D. and like this is not protection this is fear and then it shows him jumping through that observatory they use in the Rocketeer and every other movie set in San Francisco yeah. chasing after the Winter Soldier and throwing the shield fully expecting to take the guy's head off and he turns around and catches it oh wow and it's like boom right, right. I know but it's just one of those things where and chances are it's always the fucking chicks who are going to be like who's that guy Who's yeah. the Winter Soldier? Yeah. I haven't even read those comics but I know who the dude is yeah, yeah I haven't read it either but no. I know who the Winter Soldier is yeah but something beginning with B anyway um, <laughs> I might have been worried about this before seeing Thor yeah Thor today has we, we, abs- I know we'll get to that but it's also Marvel blank check <laughs> yep mm-hmm. they've done so many cool things with Thor and nailed so many nails on the head mm-hmm. I believe in I believe in Marvel 
You believe in Marvel? I am fully signed up. They can do that. They can do ambush buggers DC. So, What's the weirdest fucking thing they could possibly do? I would well, be there. Spe- well, speaking speaking of that, I, I am very pleased with um, the um, the announcements of uh, who's been cast as uh, Ant Man. Oh yes, so that's we're going to get to that. Ant Man, uh, uh, Paul Rudd. He has been cast. Uh, I mean, there has been no official announcement, but there was a. Re- there, there was, was an announcement that it was between Paul Rudd and, and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, but, but he's uh, already Robin, so. But I read on uh, I read I read on Ain't It Cool uh, that um, it looks like it's probably going to be Paul Rudd. Wow. And that his wife will be played by. Um, uh, shit. Not uh, Todd Phillips' wife. No, no, Rash- Rashida Jones. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. She's All cool. Right. So it'll be uh, an I Love You Man reunion. Because it's still not. <laughs> It's not so Hank sh- Pym, right? It's the other guy who came in afterwards who stole that stuff and was a thief? Or is what? it Hank Pym? I thought it's Hank Pym. Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. So the wife isn't going to be Asian, like in Ultimates? Well, this is no. the thing. I'm not sure what they're going to do with Hank Pym, because a while ago they did another Ant-Man where essentially it was a guy who essentially stole the Ant-Man gear and used it for crimes and then kind of right. fell into the... I'm under the impression that it is Hank Pym. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean... I could be wrong, but yeah. that, that's the impression I've been given that it's that it's Hank Pym. Okay. If if it's Paul Rudd, it makes a lot more sense that yeah. it's Hank Pym. He Sound actually he actually kind of looks it slightly. Yeah. yeah. And well, it'd be I, nice I, to I, see I, Paul Rudd just play a play a fucking alcoholic wife beater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> something he, something he's just never done. Anchorman, hello. <laughs> <laughs> so keeping with comics, then the uh, X Men: Days of Future Past trailer did come out this Wednesday. So I, think, I thought it was supposed to come out today, but it actually came out yesterday. Yeah. Um, what do you think of this? Have you, you seen see this? It? Yes, I have. What do you think? think? Um, and it's kind of cool to see Patrick Stewart mm-hmm. and Ian McKellen. Just had you seen the Wolverine? Uh, I have not. Okay, because they're the post credit sequence. This is the one in Japan. Yeah. Okay, I have not. But the post credit sequence ties directly into Days of Future oh, Past that's like cool. that. So. That's cool. It's interesting, you know. Uh, um, it's also fascinating to see a glimpse of uh, what's that guy again? McAvoy, right? Yeah. Uh, in nineteen eight in seventies in seventies and, and depressed as fuck. Right, yeah. right. He's got you know his uh, yeah his his yeah. It was it was kind of cool. Yeah. And then there's a scene where he says you know you you've got to change for the future kind of thing. That was nice. Yeah, he's like we need you to hope we need right. you to hope, hope again. Hope it's got like yeah, Patrick Stewart yeah, yeah, and yeah. McAvoy yeah. facing off, and it's yeah, like never cool. in a million years would you think they would do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they did first class, it's like. Okay, that's it. That other continuity, that's over. Yeah. Because that was getting too expensive. Right. Yeah. And the guy we hate, director? Brett Ratner. Brett Ratner, fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> that said, one of the better parts, you haven't seen The Wolverine either yet, have you? No, I haven't seen The Wolverine. One of the no. better parts of The Wolverine is Famke Janssen talking to The Wolverine in his head because he's a bit crazy. Like, I thought it was like one or two flashbacks. She's throughout the movie telling him to get his shit together and move on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's actually very nicely done. And it's like, when I heard about that, that she was in it slightly, I thought it was like one, two scenes maybe. Well, The Wolverine, you know, it's James Mangold. He, yeah. He's he's a decent director. I Up mean, until the, the last act. It's very decent. Mm-hmm. Right. The yeah. last act. It, I've heard that about that. There's the, there's the there's the, the criticism that uh, Mark Kermode from BBC leveled against the first Iron Man where it's witty, it's different, it's not your common super, superhero movie yeah. until the end where it's two CG things hitting each other. Right. right. And... The superhero movie that manages to do that but avoid that is mm-hmm. the one that's going to make millions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wolverine suffers from that very badly. Well, I haven't seen Wolverine because I really like the comic book arc, mm. which was on the early 80s, wasn't it? Yeah, the, the Chris and Claremont. Right, right, right. right. Yeah, I really, really liked it because <clears throat> Wolverine commits yeah. to a woman. You know, I mean, or to, just, And then she gets Giant's claws and kills her. Right, and then it, it all gets <laughs> fucked up. And, yeah. and then you know why Wolverine is extra pissed after that, right? Yeah. So, 
I, I don't know if the film was ever going to capture that. They got some of it. Yeah. But they already kind of... they already screwed themselves by kind of doing Lady Deathstroke in the X-Men 3. Right, So right. they didn't really do that with this one. X-Men but 2. X-Men 2, sorry. Yeah. Right. But then the end... The end of uh, the end of the Wolverine, <laughs> yeah. the story ends, yeah. and then it says two years later. So he leaves Japan, and then it says two years later, and he comes back, that leads into X-Men, the Days of Future one. Past. Oh, Days of Future Past. Yeah, so they've got, got two years to do a Wolverine sequel. Like, a, they have a two-year time period to do right. Wolverine sequels that don't have to tie in with this X-Men movie. Okay, so okay, I'm, so they could do Lady Deathstroke again if they wanted to. Lady I'm, Deathstroke, right? I'm I'm kind of trying to figure out a timeline. Yeah. I, I know Wolverine's orig- origins. That mm. one's fine. So the well, Wolverine- the origins everyone will just ignore that from now on. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's it's like it's like Will I Am was in there for fuck's maybe, sake. Maybe it's for the best. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So the Japan thing happens before he joins the X Men. Oh, after. After. So okay. the, the, the the way they've done it is uh, the Wolverine happens after X Men Three. Right. But once that story is finished, it then says. Two, two years, years later, later. Right. then he comes back to the States, he's walking through the scanners at the airport, right. and then Charles and Magneto turn up together. Right. Right. And it's not Charles in some other Scottish guy's comatose body, it's Patrick Stewart. Right. And they're like, we need your help. And there's a, there's a, there's a Trask Industries video on in the corner. Right, right, right. But he's dead, Charles. Is yeah. Well, that's the thing. That's, that's, oh, that's not explaining that. Right. And hopefully so, they'll explain it in a... Right, right, so you go, hmm. Yeah. Right. And hopefully they'll, hopefully they'll explain it in Days of Future Past. Just go like, oh, I don't know. <coughs> Rearcon. Yeah, right. Yeah. Sure. But he does have a cool... It's not so much in the trailer, but it's in some of the stills they've released where he's in a cool floaty chair. Yeah, right. Yeah. But they've got the X-Jet and stuff. And so the Patrick Stewart we see in Days of Future Past actually is in the future after his supposed death in X-Men yes. 3. Yes. 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 Right. Yeah. Right. And it's okay. it's no, a ball. It's, it's a fucking ballsy it's move a very to pull it's together. A very ballsy move. Yeah. Right. But I. But I think and that, that I even the, that but trailer. The, but the Marvel. The Marvel Studios have given other studios that the the balls to do it now because yeah. they, they've shown that it can work if yeah. you if you put the time into the characters if you make people give a shit. They will fo- they will follow them okay. through. So are they gonna bring uh, Cyclops back and give him a pair of testicles? No, I think no, they just no, fucked no, with no, that no. because they just they fucked that so badly they can't fix it. I mean, yeah, I, that's why I'm pissed off. Because I was surprised. The one I was more surprised with was they had yeah. Sean Ashmore. That's fine. He's only been in Warehouse 13. They've got Ellen Page. That's a big draw. She's gotten a lot bigger since. Yeah. But they got Anna Paquin in it. Yeah. Yep. That was a surprise. They didn't expect her. It would be nice if they got James Marsden. They got Halle Berry as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, wow. they've got everyone back. Yeah, except uh, for James Marsden because he's turned into a rock. They fucked fucking, it up. Yeah. Well, because Hal he was busy doing Superman Returned. Uh, Halle Berry's got nothing to do, so I guess she needs the paycheck. Yeah. Sure. No, the call did. did the call did all right, actually. That was a surprisingly yeah. effective movie. I did the, that was the first written review I did. Yeah. It was the, a surprisingly the, effective. The call actually made pretty right. decent money. So they bring everybody back except Cyclops. Well, because they couldn't. They fucked themselves. They, they, they yeah. couldn't bring him back. But they could. They could just not. You yeah. just walk in. It's like, right. and everyone just looks at him and goes, "Hey, dude, look!" <laughs> and just like ignore it completely. I, I thought Superman Returns is gonna be a hit. <laughs> what do you want from me? Because it is Singer as well. Yeah. Like Singer right. should right. bring him back. Singer think, should bring him back. Say, dude, you fucked me. Do you twice. Think, do you think like twice. James Marsden like just leaves like really filthy voicemails on fucking? <laughs> you fucking faggot. You fucked my. You fucked me up, man. Oh, Never mind. Fuck you. I'm doing Anchorman too. Fuck you. <laughs> yes, he is. He is doing Anchorman. Uh, he's got the head cross from here. I love James Marsden. Yeah. But I'm wondering, I'm, I'm thinking, it, it, the, the Days, of Future, Days of Future Past, they sent Kitty Pride back, this time they're sending Wolverine back. It will be nice to follow up on the fuck you scene from the first first class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, let, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to remember X-Men 3 or 2, whatever it was, but but Cyclops was blown up by... No, just so, he just Gray. doesn't... Jean he was Gray. turned into a pair of glasses. 
Right. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? This is glasses he was, floating. He's like, if he died oh, the same way as... He was reincarnated, as, as, he was around the corner. He was reincarnated uh, as a pair of Oakleys. No, he was around the corner. <laughs> he was around... When, uh, when Wolverine and Storm turned up, he was just around, he was around the point, uh, naked sunbathing, and they didn't want to go there, so <laughs> okay. they just left him up there at Alcala Lake. Yeah. Yeah, okay. He, he, he had to audition so, for a cloud in the new Fantastic Four movie. So they can reconstruct Professor X from atoms, but they can't do the same for Cyclops. Yeah. Unless maybe it's hopefully... Because it is Brian Singer. It's the same director. He brought him to Superman. He liked him that much that he brought him over to play right. the guy that you liked more I, than Superman. And screwed him. Yeah. I like. I like. But you him. liked him more than Superman. I liked. I liked the teaser. But you know what? I like the teaser to Superman Returns as well. So I'm gonna wait. I was I'm gonna wait until I see a little bit more. But it comes back to our last criticism of this before they they showed some of the Trask stuff. Mm. No fucking Sentinels. Yeah, oh, right. you gotta have a sentinel in your fucking video. No, there will be sentinels. In yes, it. there will be. I mean, that, that's not confirmed. even a teaser. Be, maybe that. Maybe the. Uh, maybe yeah, the. Yeah, that is, no, but this is the trailer. They had the six-second teaser. Then they had the trailer come out yesterday. Maybe the effect shots aren't ready. Yeah. It's not ready to be seen like. But that. I'm thinking the first but, uh, fifteen this is, minutes. But this is going to be forty-eight frames per second. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah Days of Future Past oh. is uh, forty-eight frames per second. But yeah. I'm thinking the first fifteen minutes is the future X-Men, and then Wolverine travels back in time to his body, and that's basically what they're doing. And then he has to meet up with the old X-Men, but then it shows. Did you see? I think it was Michael Fassbender. Does then, it? Does an Empire? Then, then Empire, Mag- Empire magazine has a feature on him, and when you open it, the F disappears in the fold of the magazine, so it just says Assbender. <laughs> <laughs> Someone photographed, took a photo, oh, and sent God. it to Empire, and they retweeted it. Halfway through the movie, ter- you know, Terry Crews turns up as Bishop and just yeah. kills, just kills. Everyone. It's not Terry Crews; it's someone else. But it will be great if Terry Crews is Bishop. That'd be amazing. That'd be I'm amazing. from the future. Ba da ba ba da ba. But uh, no, it's just Wolverine comes back. But like it's, what was it? It's got uh, what's his name? The Beast is attacking Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt is beating the shit out of people. You know what? Uh, Nicholas Holt is really good looking as the Beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but, it shows. It shows a uh, Magneto uh, is pulling. Uh, fucking Jennifer Lawrence looks good. She would look good at the Beast. Fuck, she looks good at everything. She looks good at the puddle of mud. Fuck it. Uh, Magneto's <laughs> pulling her towards him for some reason, looking pissed. Jennifer Lawrence. He's looking, using a gun good, though. Is the American Hustle uh, fucking trailer? Oh yeah. Jesus Christ, she wears that dress. Mm-mm. Amy Adams as well has got like some like they're, they're both having these cleavage competitions can we move on to that trailer now yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a much better trailer we, we <laughs> forgot about that I, was, I forgot about that we didn't because that was in the notes for the last podcast we didn't talk about it but yeah American Hustle is well, I mean also like, we're talking about all these like, the, the greatest movies no, the, that are no, coming the, out next year the greatest we're thing we're forgetting to mention is fucking Oscar season yeah and, mm-hmm. and this is when the studios are starting to bring out all of their shit. Yeah. So but Monument, Monuments Man is, will that be still in Oscar, no, no, no. Oscar season? Because Mon- it's pushed well back then. Pushed to, pushed to next year. Right. So it's been pushed back. There's been a few uh, um, Oscar hopefuls that have been pushed to next year. When does American Hustle come out? American Hustle comes out uh, Christmas. Okay, so that's in Oscar um, season. Oscar season, yeah. Bradley Cooper's got to be up for it because of, for that terrible haircut. Hey, dude. It's the worst Christian, haircut Christian I've ever. Christian Bale, dude. He's got a fucking comb over and he's got a beer gut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, but... Bradley Cooper's brunette, and he's got a huge schnoz on him he's for some reason. It's like it's really weird looking. He's got like he's got his soul glow fucking yeah. thing going. He's got on. a Jufro on. <laughs> Gravity will probably hit the Oscars. Definitely. It's I, it, it's it's really weird listening to the UK podcast because they've gotten Captain Phillips and Blue Jasmine, and we haven't. Mm-hmm. But we got Gravity. Right. Uh huh. Well, Cap- so Cap- they're all like Captain Phillips, amazing. They're all like uh, Blue Jasmine, Kate Blanchett, walk over for the Oscars. Not having seen Gravity. Sandra Bullock carry an entire movie with just her face. No, but I, I think uh, Gravity Gravity is more of a technical achievement. Mm. Uh, Sandra Bullock, I think, will definitely get a nomination. Yeah. Clooney won't. No. Because it's just... He, it, there is no Oscar for Most Charming Bastard. <laughs> <laughs> when I came out, you saw right? Yeah. He's, he's, such, a, he's such a charming cunt. When he's like, <laughs> he's like, we're staring death in the face. Beautiful, isn't it? What? What? The lack of oxygen? 
Look, 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 look at me. Look at me. Look, 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 look I, I know I'm really devastatingly handsome. <laughs> yeah. Look at the light of All the Randy. chicks in the audience. Yeah. <laughs> all the chicks in the audience laughed at that. Green, I was moist. <laughs> yeah. They were over, over, ovulated. You're quite a sweaty person most of the time. <laughs> Uh, Did you catch the Ghost, Ghost in a Shell reference? What was in that Gravity? One? This was this thing. I told you about this. You didn't get it. It's what? that fucking thing when she comes out and she starts to take off her clothes and she's floating. That that, that in a fetal position. Oh, that yeah. That was that was a that no. But you know that's very Ghost in the Shell, dude. Yeah. It's very Ghost Which in the Shell. Which one? I've seen. You the don't pull first this, one. one. Don't pull this shit on me. I've seen all of Standalone Complex. I have no idea what it's about. <laughs> first one. <laughs> It's the first one. You I like the little letter. tanks. They're funny. Yeah, it's like the movie Toys. <laughs> I love that movie. I don't I know why. I love that movie. Joe Cusack. Really... Awesome. A little Cool J. Yeah. Oh, food keeps touching. <laughs> <laughs> like a little fortress around my mesh. What were they thinking <laughs> with toys? What were they? Why? That movie was ahead of its time. It was. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about this very... Uh, 1992... Uh, Barry Levinson film with Robin Williams called Toys. Go check it out. It's it's ahead of its time. It's fucking weird. Yeah, it's still ahead of its time now. I think. Yeah. One of uh, uh, one Come of uh, Jamie Foxx's years. first movies. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Really? Jamie Foxx was the uh, the guy in the, the guy in the, uh, the the toy fucking surveillance truck. Oh. What's going on? Oh, what's happening here? Oh. She shit. brings me money. <laughs> <laughs> um, in other casting news. Tom Hardy's going to play Elton John in a film called Rocket Man. That's because Tom Hardy loves cock. I don't... I, 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 I can't... This is... This I, I, I think it's perfect. Really? Yeah, yeah, I can see it. I can totally see it. You know, it's opening the doors... Just, go, just going by the face, Tom Hardy kind of has that Elton John face. When? A little bit. In Star Trek Nemesis or in fucking uh, The Fighter when he was thin or as Bane. The guy's a fucking... He changes all the time. Yeah, I know. Right. I'm think, I'm, no, but in, in, uh, in, in Star Trek Nemesis, a little bit. He's got that fucking... I can't... Like, he's all, got that fucking, like, Mr. Like, Mr. Mr. Limpet fish face thing. All I can think is bald. Just imagine him in, in big glasses. And a duck suit. Yeah. A, the Donald Luck suit at the piano. With the glitter hat. No, all I can think of is Baintel John. Paint. Who's yeah. going to play Bernie? Bernie Toppin? I don't know. Probably Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be a great Batman reunion? <laughs> no, but Probably I, Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor loves playing faggots. <laughs> oh, God. fuck's sake. We could take that out in post, right? No. <laughs> what? It's no, but I just think of I just keep up. I just had like when I heard this news, I just had Bane. Last time sing. I checked, I had Bane. Does not consist of the huge of a huge gay community. Yeah, <laughs> I just I was imagining Bane singing like Rocket Man, you know. Rocket Man. <laughs> Rocket Man. <laughs> or you know. Hold me closer, Tony Dancer. <laughs> Hold me closer, Tony Dancer. <laughs> <laughs> like that's all I can think of is like Bane singing. You know, it's like Warner Brothers presents Bane Sings. I'd buy that. Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, yellow brick road. <laughs> and this is the guy I was trying to remember earlier. The director, the director of this, um, it's not John Wayne. Michael Gracie's his name. He's only got two directors. His name's Michael Gracie. He's who, done. Who is he? The director. All he has done is visual effects. Well, so it'll look good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> like a candle in the wind. Talk amongst yourselves now. 
<laughs> like butter. Oh, Jesus. Hmm. Oh, uh, well. Nikita! Give <laughs> <laughs> your little corner of the world. <laughs> the fire, it rises! <laughs> In the music! <laughs> it's a madman across the water! <laughs> <laughs> See, we can do a whole podcast on this shit, just like random Bane impressions of Elton John songs. Shipping uh, my bags pre flight. Uh, moving, <laughs> moving on to uh, other news. Oh, Jesus Christ! Uh, it's been a while since we talked shit about uh, the, the 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 latest uh, Highlander reboot. No, oh, uh, really? Yeah. Every time, every time we've talked about the Highlander reboot, you mean just, the only Highlander reboot? Yeah. yeah. Every, every time we talk, every time we talk about the Highlander Highlander reboot, we just talk shit about it because every little bit of news just sounds worse and worse. Yeah. The last bit of news was that uh, Ryan Reynolds was supposed to be playing mm-hmm. um, Connor McLeod. Worst casting ever. Um, but. Um, it was originally supposed to be directed by Juan Carlos Fres- Fres- Fresnad- Fresnadillo, who directed uh, 20, 28 weeks later. Um, he has now been... Those re- fucking kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie was just me screaming at the screen, Don't go there! Don't do that! Where's your fucking parents? <laughs> <laughs> so now, he's not, so uh, he left the project due to creative differences, uh-huh. <laughs> also known as, This script sucks balls! Yeah. <laughs> Connor McLeod is a kid. Don't go there. Don't do that. <laughs> and uh, so now video. Summit has hired visual <laughs> effects supervisor Cedric Nicholas Troyan. Okay. Uh, what did, what I, has he visually affected supervised on? Uh, he was the visual <laughs> effects supervisor and the second unit director on Snow White and the Huntsman. Oh, that's good. I like Snow White and the Huntsman. It was passable. It was, you know, visually it was pretty cool. It was on TV Before the other day. Before you mentioned that movie earlier, I completely forgot it existed. No, I, I, <laughs> I completely forgot it existed too, but it was on TV. I saw Thor today and I forgot it existed. Thor's in it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. the chick? Oh, it's... It's it's that Twilight bitch. Yeah, crushed in somebody. It's Stuart. The chick from Panic Room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the chick from Catch That Kid. <laughs> there's a there's a fantastic there's a fantastic girl on Vine called Man and, from Into the Wild. There's a girl on, Man, on there's a girl on Vine called Man and Matthews who does spot on Kirsten Stewart impressions. She just grabs her hair and goes, uh, 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 Jacob. <laughs> I love you, Jacob. Pretty good. Uh, but um, it doesn't bode well. Yeah, no, but I. Uh, Snow White and the Huntsman was on TV a couple of days ago, and um, you know I was looking at something else, so I had it on mute. But I was watching it, and visually, I forgot how how cool that is. That that movie. Who's is. the henchman? It wasn't Crispin Glover, was it? No, no, no it wasn't Crispin Glover. Crispin Glover was the henchman in fucking uh, um, Snow, uh, Alice, Alice. Alice in Wonderland. But there was someone was the henchman who was pretty kind of cool on that. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't I, French he, Stewart. I don't know why. Why he, he, this he looked like Jason Fleming, but it's not Jason Fleming. Right. You think it might have been Jason Fleming? <laughs> Look that shit up while no, I talk some more shit about this. Um, <laughs> but uh, Neil uh, Neil H. Moritz and Justin Lin are still producing the movie. Hmm. Uh, the it's 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 uh, the next that it's already been re- it's been rewritten by. It's been always re- a good time. Hmm? Always a good time. Yeah, it's been rewritten by uh, the uh, the Iron Man writers. So you okay. know beca- because yeah yeah because because Robert Downey Jr. is the Highlander. Yeah, <laughs> why not? I'm mortal. Fuck you. Phil Coulson. His name was Phil Coulson. Uh, did you guys see the Zack Snyder animated Superman short for the 75th anniversary of Superman? It was fucking awesome. It was fucking awesome until the point I realized no Brandon Ruth, no Dean Cain. Fuck you, Zack Snyder! <laughs> I mean, 
They had to think really long and hard about... No, the only two incarnations of Superman that are not in there yeah. is Dean Cain and Brandon Ruth. Yeah. That sucks. That's a snub. I, I, That's I, a snub. It is. Yeah. I can't say I missed them. <laughs> I wanted to see Dean Cain do the, the cape jump. You know, where he kind of yeah. threw the cape in front of the camera and then ran away behind it? I was very happy those two weren't in there. I fucking hated both those things. Really? Yeah, I know. I hated Lois and Clark. But I like Brandon <laughs> Ruth. What? I like Brandon... Is it Ruth or Ralph? I don't know. I like Brandon Ralph. I just fucking hate him as Superman. Yeah. Oh, but I... Have you seen all pictures was of that all lady? They, all you know how gay that fucking... Uh, the, 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 the Superman Returns outfit. Have you seen it recently? Yeah. It looks... It looks terrible. But all they need to do was like three seconds of just staring naked at Lois and uh, Lois naked with his X-ray vision. Just that's it. That gotta have that shit. Just gotta have that shit. There or the bullet hitting his eye. Yeah. Or or him with his with his kid. Like it's animation. It's fucking Zack Snyder. He's getting DC money for it. He, he fucking put the what's the George? What what's the guy who used to do the I'm black sure and white? The, had, I'm them. sure DC has more say over what to do with Superman than Zack Snyder. It was just it they sucked. had to run it by them. But it's like it was just. It felt really weird that they I left those two. I didn't even notice them. I noticed Brandon Routh was missing. I didn't even notice that Dean Cain was missing. Well, maybe Dean Cain. He's maybe happy. the new Adventures of Superman. Dean Lois Cain, and Clark he's the new was Jack a... Palance. He's fucking hosting fucking Ripley's. Believe it or not. He's yeah, happy. yeah, that was he's, terrible. He's happy. Although, the new Adventures of Lois and Clark he, was on TV a lot in Europe. He's no you know? Jack Palance. No. Believe it or not. <laughs> one thing. You gotta find that one thing. That's what you gotta figure out. Yeah. <laughs> Obscure City Slickers references. Once you do, nobody, nothing else means shit. <laughs> he was good in Hog the Slayer. Oh, he was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> He's about the only good thing in Hog the Slayer. Yeah. Hog the Slayer is rubbish. <laughs> no, Dad. I, I shouldn't have pointed that guy for saying Hog the Slayer was rubbish. I said, Dad, Dad let's sit give, down and watch Crawl. Let's and, give Crawl a try. And then we'll see what we feel like. <laughs> Isn't it Hawk the Slayer the one with the giant who's like six foot four and, and was in the Carry On movies? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Bernard, not Bernard Breslin, is it? Something like that? Wasn't there a giant in Crawl? A Cyclops? Yeah, yeah that was Neem Neeson. No, oh, no, no, was no, no, no. No, it wasn't Neem Neeson. It was the Cyclops in Crawl. No, no, I mean, it was Cyclops. Was some, the Cyclops was the guy from Carry On, yeah. Right. Lee Neeson was the other guy who died horribly. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a couple of myths that actually I, the, the the deaths in Crawl are pretty horrific. <laughs> the like, screaming things, no. the fucking alien motherfuckers when they scream. No, but that bit like where that the, haunted me for my where the, where the fucking walls are uh, the spikes are coming in from the walls and right. you see this slow penetration of into of the flesh. Yeah, yeah. It's like what the fuck? That it's guy like, who's <laughs> that guy with the earring who's been like balding, who's been who's like in a shit ton of like rising damp and stuff. It's like right. oh shit, he's dead. It's like, this, this is a kid's film. Yeah. yeah Freddie Jones gets eaten by Fingered? a spider or something. Oh, no. Freddie Jones is the guy climbing. Right. Because you got to go see his ex-girlfriend. Right. The lady, she, the, the ex-girlfriend who freaked out so much she went and lived with the giant spider. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I never really got that until I had a really bad relationship. Right? I was like, yeah, I understand his pain. <laughs> yeah, this guy's making a lot of good points. Yeah. <laughs> climbing, climbing over the, the web is a, you know, it's a yeah. metaphor for Calling your texting your ex girlfriend. <laughs> uh, there's two bits of news I wanted to bring up to Gan's attention because uh, I'm not sure if you got these. One was um, David Duchovny and Gillian Anderson have been on the route, the, 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 yeah, the fan route the, recently. Uh, the anniversary of. Uh, so they've been doing a lot of the fan stuff. They did New York Comic Con. Did you see the video of them at New York Comic Con? I'll put it in the show notes. Mm. Uh, essentially, someone asked what would Mulder and Scully say to each other these days. And they did a phone call. Mm hmm. And David Duchovny instantly went off the deep end into deeply sexual. 
Right. So as, as Scully as started, you know, Julian Anderson started like Mulder. I got, we've got stuff going on. We got aliens. What are you doing? And he's like, what are you wearing? <laughs> and she's like, like Mulder, like Scully. I'm wearing a navy pantsuit, and he's like, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> and it's one of the creepiest things I've ever seen, but also pretty funny. I'll put the link in the show notes, but. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> I so well, I so want those two to get together. Yeah. Like in real life. Yeah, yeah. I just think that'll be amazing. She's married with two kids, though. No, she's not married. She has two kids, but she's not married. She's, well, well, the other thing you need to know is that uh, with the, re- the resurgence of the X-Files, they're starting to do a lot of... Um, is it IDW or somebody else? X-Files is doing crossovers. Oh, yeah? With who? They're going to do a comics crossover with Transformers, <laughs> The Crow, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and Ghostbusters. And the covers of... Uh, did you ever buy any of the uh, Tops uh, X-Men... Uh, yeah, 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 X-Files yeah. comic? Yeah, yeah. They had... It was it was it David Mack-style covers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had those kind of... David Mack-style No, Kabuki, they, they right? fool you with these amazing covers and then you look at the comic. Hey, this, this is dog shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like David Mack was... David Mack's the guy who does Kabuki, right? Yeah. They had those kind of covers. They're the same kind of covers but it's got Mulder and Scully and like newspapers with ghost hunters in New York. And there's a, a very... Uh, in the very ed- edge of it, there's... Ray and then he gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's got that shit going on. And the turtles thing is like, are they mutants are, in the sewers? Are these comics out yet, or are they? No, they're, they've been announced, but they'll be coming out. I think in two thousand fourteen. Shit, fuck! I'm gonna have to but, buy some comics. And it's also like you know, <laughs> robots on the rampage in the Midwest. That could actually which, work. Is, which is the Transformers. That could actually so work. So they're because they're always one step behind. They're not directly right. involved with them. Right. They're not with the. They didn't get a memo. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And then cigarette smoker man's going. <sighs> Turtles? <laughs> Trust no one, Mr. Mulder. Yes. You know, I've been... Because uh, like, there's been a lot of X-Files stuff that's been um, happening because of the because uh, of the anniversary. Is it 20th or 25th? No, no, no it can't be 25th. It's, it's like, 20th, it's like 20th, 20th anniversary. anniversary. So, uh, you know, I, I've been wanting to go back and just rewatch some of these things. Cause and see Jack Black and... Um, who was the guy who was the executive in Avatar? Giovanni Ribisi. Giovanni Ribisi. The two well, episodes. They, no, the but, first, but also, I mean, like even Z- Vince Gilligan, the creator of Breaking Bad, he got his start on X Files. You know, he was, yeah. He said he said the cold opens from Breaking Bad are direct reference from X Files, and there's a few X Files references throughout the show. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying that someone hasn't seen them. I've just read Vince Gilligan interviews. Yeah, there's there's. I mean, uh, it's it's the show launched a lot of people. Is Tombs in fucking X yeah. <laughs> X Files? <laughs> even yes. my parents X-Files is just a cultural phenomenon even my mother would watch it no but I think X, but also X-Files I think was the first TV series to really use the internet yeah uh, to really sort of you know generate that kind of um, buzz buzz um, it was it was, an, it was an amazing like a phenomenon when it, when it was when it came out before it all denigrated into bees like, and it, black it was, oil it was the it and was, fucking uh, the Terminator T-1000 it was, it, was the, it was the beginning of what's the, his name something Patrick it was the beginning of geekdom in a, in a strange way. It was the beginning of online connected geekdom. Before that, yeah. they were just nerds getting beaten up by jocks. Yeah. Then they unified and formed the geek nation. And then, and then, like some of the, some of the jocks would be like, oh, I like Exposed too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Can I What's fuck your sister? Scully's hot. Scully's hot. That's you're right. It was yeah. the watershed moment. I guess. Yep. But then it also went weird when it was oil and bees. Yeah. And yeah. Fucking... I mean, it went on two seasons too long. Yeah. The Fluke Man was good. Yeah. Fluke Man was great. Fluke that was season was two. Awesome. Or th- was it season one, right? It was season one. Yeah, Tombs yeah, yeah. was season one, three, and one, two, and three. Tombs turned yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Tombs. Tombs, Tombs was the guy who was yeah. in uh, the Green, Green Mile. Mile. Yeah. Dead Man walk in. Dead Man. <laughs> 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 
Tooms is the one who's like, he eats, your, he eats your kidneys and he lives in a fucking nest of paper. <laughs> Creepy motherfucker. It was, that was the, that was the, when they did the Monster of the Week show, they did great. I mean, I, I, I saw Clive Buckman's Final Repose, one of the last big ones I've seen. I, I didn't see the one where it was like Prometheus reimagined. It was a black and white one. It was essentially Frankenstein or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like they started playing with the format in the later series, before they turned into. Uh, it's not Jason Patrick. Who is it? Who's the T one thousand? What's his name? Uh, Patrick. Robert Patrick. Uh, Robert, Robert Patrick. Patrick. When Robert Patrick got involved, it changed Agent, very much. Agent Doggood. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Once that got involved, it changed a bit. Uh, you can't have X Files without. You, have you, you, have you guys watched? Have you guys watched Continuum? Oh, yes. Yeah, you've seen Continuum? I never watched When Continuum. Agent Karachek turns up like, I don't trust you, motherfucker. Yeah. I know nothing about your character, nothing else, but I don't like I you. I don't like you, because <laughs> yeah. I reckon you've got black oil inside you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back to movie news. Um, good news, everybody. Clyde Backer is back on Hellraiser. Excellent. The Weinsteins have decided to stop pissing away the Hellraiser license on terrible, terrible, terrible... Sequels. Remix, yeah, and they're getting Clyde Barker to rewrite or to write a reboot of it, and he is very strongly suggesting on his Facebook page he wants um, what's his name, Doug Bradley to play Pinhead again. To play Pinhead again. It's interesting. Is Doug Bradley like still? Yeah, I think he was. I think, I think he was. Pre- I think he was prematurely bald. Right. I don't think he was that old when he start- stopped. Right. Doing so he it. wasn't fifty when. No, he was I don't think he wasn't fifty when he started. Right. It's interesting. I mean. The first Hellblazer is a very odd movie. Because the working relationship between Barker and uh, Doug Bradley goes back years, way before Hellraiser. Oh, really? Yeah, because, I mean, remember uh, that uh, Frankenstein in Love, when I directed Frankenstein in Love? That that Clyde Barker... Yeah, that sucked. Yeah. (laughs) That, that That did suck. Sorry, let me just pull that skewer out of your heart. <laughs> it was it was it was probably quite probably my, my, my weakest production. No, exactly. I'm, I'm like I'm like the Neil Jordan of Malaysian theater. The bigger the budget, the worse the show. We'll review Byzantium <laughs> later. <laughs> uh, but um, when when he wrote Frankenstein in Love, the very first production that they did, uh, the low budget theater production yeah, that they did Bradley in London was, was Doug Bradley. Wow. Uh, so they they go back long times that that's that's why I'm just kind of curious how old is Doug Bradley now yeah well I think he's like late 40s early 50s I think at this point late 40s wow I would say so I would have guessed a bit older yeah I think so but there's one way to find this shit out because he was in three three was the one where they showed Pinhead when he's a real person right was it three I mean I saw one I saw the one with Lance Henriksen which was dog shit it was like Hellraiser house (laughs) it was this weird house that they all got locked in and it was like it's fucking dog shit, man. man. <laughs> How many Hellraiser movies did they do? Nine. They did a lot. Yeah, there's they, they some seriously bad direct-to-DVD yes. ones. Um, <laughs> but the, have you seen the first one? He's 59 one? years have you old. Seen the fir- oh, 59. Have you seen the first one? I love the first two. The first one is very weird because you got the whole ex-boyfriend regenerating in the back room. Yeah. And no, the first one's insane. It's in fucking tough time. first one's fucking <laughs> insane. No, that's, I love that movie. Yeah. You know? I'm not even sure they'll make a movie like that now. No, they can't. They can't. I watched. I watched yeah. it about about two or three years ago. I watched it again, and realize just how it's like Jesus Christ. This no, is cheap no, looking. This, this movie. No one Actually, no. Like it this. doesn't feel cheap. Well, no, the, the, the everything but the Cenobites looks cheap. Yeah, the Cenobites don't look cheap. It's just the ch- the chumpy guy. What's his name? <laughs> the chumpy guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We'll tear your soul apart and it's like fucking okay, we'll, we'll disappear because we're not really. It's not the Cenobites that get me, it's, it's that whole thing about the guy regenerating in a bag. <laughs> oh fuck, that's Garrick from Deep Space Nine, is that guy? <laughs> What's his fucking name? Andrew Robinson, he was Scorpio oh in. Um, Andrew, Andrew Robinson. Oh, Andrew Robinson yeah. is Scorpio in the second Dirty Harry movie, right? Yeah, was the first yeah, one. yeah, the first one. First one. Yeah, yeah. He's Scorpio. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. 
I'm so, I'm amazed to give a fuck about Andrew Robinson. It's amazing. Garrick was amazing. I know, but he was really good Taylor. Uh, it's spy. like it's like somebody. He was the tinker. He was the original space tinker Taylor soldier spy. Yeah, no, it's no, like it's somebody like it's, giving a shit about Saul Rubinek or something. <laughs> it's like God, I can't wait to watch the next Bruce Davison movie. <laughs> Oh shit, we're doing a podcast. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's still on. Yeah. Um, we've seen, we publicized before the um, Ron Burgundy. Yeah, I didn't open the can earlier. Because we, we usually open a can up to it. Uh, we didn't publicize, we, we talked about the Ron Burgundy terrible ads for Ford. Yeah, yeah. There was a trailer for Anchorman before that was middling. Sorry. Yep. There was a new trailer for Anchorman, which gave me hope. Yeah. Because <laughs> the trailer opens with news used to be news. Yeah, and now it's bikinis or the guy who has too many cats and this woman is living home saying this man has a trouble with too much pussy <laughs> and it's all due to one man Ron Burgundy is responsible for Fox News essentially is what they're saying yeah yeah and that works that does kind of work and the trailer wor- have you seen this trailer I've seen this know. trailer it works Brick when uh, Brick goes from because Brick was the 60s or 70s the first one 70s right early 70s 70s yeah so when they get the uh, chroma key Maps for the weather. Brick is wearing green trousers and thinks his legs have disappeared. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty fucking funny. No, the, the bit where he's at his funeral. <laughs> that, I, I cracked up at that. What's that? They were at Brick's funeral. and then In and the trailer? Yeah, in the beginning of the trailer. And then Brick turns up. And then he's like, Brick, you're not dead. I'm not dead. And then, and then it and then it. That's just, not the trailer I saw. No, no. I saw, I saw the same trailer. The trailer I saw begins with like news used to be great. It shows the BBC news and all that kind of stuff. Oh. It's frivolous. No, the trailer that I saw started with Brick's funeral. Oh. Brick was speaking at his own funeral. Everyone's like, "Brick, you're not dead. I'm not dead." Oh, it's that at all. The one I saw is like he's it's... like, "Where's my map?" It's like it's on the screen. He's like, "Where are my legs?" Yeah, I saw that. I yeah. saw that too. That's in it as well. That's in it too. And instead of having the you sex must have panther, been stoned. instead of having the sex panther, uh, Paul Rudd's character has his press of. Um, horribly named condoms there's like this the secret intruder or something like that and he's like oh yeah this, this one's responsible for three of my four illegitimate children and I was like um doesn't that whole go against the whole point of a condom it's like as the saying goes nope <laughs> it does look pretty good I, I just like you know they're, they're like you know the new craze that's sweeping the nation crack <laughs> and they start smoking crack in the studio and like Ron Burgundy is saying there oh oh that's refreshing <laughs> it's what's this something like that it's it, the other trailers and everything else was like it's the Austin Powers 3 you know it's the it's the one too far because the first Anchorman was great because it had no expectations mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but this gave me hope because the original trailer just like uh, looked like they were just trying to they were rehashing it too much and they were trying right. to play off last vict- uh, old victories but this gave me some hope that they didn't blow their wad early with the trailers, mm-hmm, but I'm mm-hmm. hoping that it's one of those movies where there's more to come. No, I mean, I- I'm looking forward to it simply because uh, it's it's Anchorman. You know, I really, I really love it. Simply because San Diego means Wells of Vagina. That's right. And it, it's kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Do you know Greg Davidson worked on Anchorman, the first one? Who the fuck is Greg Davidson? <laughs> 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 Why do I care? Greg, Greg Davidson is a, is a friend of ours. He was a, 
<laughs> storyboard artist on uh, a lot of 80s cartoons, Transformers, G.I. Joe. Oh, really? Yeah. And is that why it's also bad? And he's also the uh, he's the creator of a show we were working on. You're going on. straight to hell for that. Yeah, yeah, tell me. What's he's, up? The cre- he's the creator of a show we were working on called Zirocco. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and that Joe Pearson apologist. No. <laughs> Inside baseball. <laughs> right, meanwhile in the real world. Meanwhile, back getting back to news. So Michael Bay got attacked by a Chinese guy with an aircon unit. Yeah, he did. Hong Kong. You heard they in Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where else? And what does he say? I love Hong Kong, man. Yeah, I love it. I fucking love Hong Kong. It's like they were shooting somewhere and they said like, we're going to shoot here, you guys okay? And it was like, cool. And one guy's like, no, I'm going to go home and get an aircon and beat you over the head with it. No, but Michael Bay, he actually, he gave like a, a tell-all exclusive yeah, yeah. To, to TMZ and he was like... Well, saying, he put it on his own blog as well. Yeah, and he was just saying like, that this guy was must have been on fucking drugs. He was on insane amount of drugs. We had a whole bunch of security people there. These huge My blow shit up button wasn't working. These huge fucking, these huge fucking stuntmen were all holding him down. And, and this guy was on so, so much drugs that he just pushed them all off. Well, the story was, but apparently he had been harassing them for a while. Yeah. Well, yeah. the story. But they were giving they were giving a, a little stipend to everybody around right. the place they were shooting with to say like, you know, it's cool. We're shooting a movie, but here's some money. It's cool. And this one guy didn't like it or something. They didn't appreciate it. Well, the, you know, apparently the story was that because they had to close off that whole street, yeah. you know, and they were paying them off. It's one chai, is it? Is it one chai? Uh, maybe. But the thing was that these guys were saying, yeah, but you know, we would lose more money because it's no business. You know, so it's, it's just no like business. that. It's yeah. no business. It's no business. <laughs> <laughs> to fuck you with aircon. You guys can do that. I shouldn't really say that. <laughs> it's no business. I can't do that. You disturb me. <laughs> Be a man. <laughs> what is it? The Versace. No. <laughs> lo- lo- lose, lose. Lose Vuitton. Lose, lose, lose definitely lose. <laughs> Before we go into emails, we're going to jump into cool thing of the week. Yeah, okay. I got a my cool toy of the week is yeah. I have a three fucking foot stunt puppet prop replica of three VC. foot. <laughs> three three inch. foot? Three inch. Oh three inch. But it looks like the one I had when I was a kid. I've got that at home. It's a life size. It's three feet. It's three feet. It's life size. It's three feet. It's a stunt prop puppet prop replica. So I got an ET this ET. big. His head's not supposed to go up and down, but if you twist it, it falls off its neck, and you can make it go up and down. It's an uh-huh. and it's 1983 original Japanese version, this and is... it's worth two euro fifty apparently. Because I thought about throwing it out at home, but <laughs> I thought it would be not... worth something. This is from NECA. It's the production. the The product description is an almost life size recreation of the ET puppet as he appeared in the beloved 1982 film. Beloved, this beloved. foam, rubber, and latex figure stands nearly three feet tall and is hand-painted with lifelike detail. I should buy that so the next time I want to get Makes some emotions great... out, I can just lie him in a river and go, No! <laughs> I would love to get this. It, it'll cost 250 US. Not too bad. 250 US for, for three a fucking, foot fucking thing. For a fucking three-foot stunt pu- yeah. puppet prop replica of E.T. Yeah. Do that shit. Stick it up your woman's ass. Yeah! See if it lights up. Boom! See <laughs> See, see if she blooms like that fucking flower. <laughs> I'm desperately trying to remember ET quotes. Do you remember? I don't know. Do you remember that flower when he's dying? The flower is like withering, and then when he's alive, the flower. Dandelion. The geranium. Which are, the geranium. I can't yes, remember. Gertie. It's a fucking flower, isn't it? The geranium. Hey, it's a gera- it was a geranium. Nasty little. Go traitors. home. Go home. Shut up. Shut up. You're dead. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> that Elliot fake crying is the best thing ever. Geranium. <laughs> Nasty little traitors. <laughs> the other cool thing that we had this week is that... Flowers um, are essentially tarts. 
Guillermo prostitutes de... for the bees. <laughs> <laughs> Guillermo, del, Guillermo del Toro, Cabinet of Curiosities. My notebooks, uh, collections, and other possessions. I'm so over Guillermo del Toro. Really? That fucking... Have you watched that Pacific Rim? <laughs> have you watched Pacific Rim on your small screen TV? Like not cinema. Like in the cinema, it's like, oh Jesus, rain, punching, guy jail, oh fuck. No. But watching it on TV, you can see a lot more cool shit in Pacific Rim. It's intimate. There's a lot of cool shit. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just a, it's an intimate fucking character piece. <laughs> and I was hoping for some. It's action, about one know? girl. It's about one. It's about one Japanese girl search for her other red shoe. Um, <laughs> no, but he he does. I mean, I remember from when he did. Hellboy, his sketchbooks. The, mm. You just see pages of it online on websites saying like, "Oh, this is what he drew," and the the, the hand thing from Pan, Pan's Labyrinth and some of that. Yeah. No. So there is a there's a he's a pretty good artist. So no, Gable, I mean, it's Captain Curiosity's notebooks. Toro is an amazingly talented man. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there's no getting around that. Even you know Pacific Rim, and he's also the Mexican Cookie Monster. Because <laughs> what I really want to do with this movie is eat lots and lots of cookies. <laughs> He's, he's, he's no, no, I, I totally believe yeah. that he was eating a lot of cookies yeah. while, while he was making Pacific Rim. I wanted to make the robot eat lots of cookies. Because he was clearly distracted by something when it came to writing the characters. Oh, I'm going to give this character an arc. Holy shit, there's a big bag of cookies here. What do I do first? Kaiju. Um, the book is <laughs> cool. It's a, it's, a it's a sketchbook from like Hellboy, Pacific Rim, um... But all I want to really do is eat the cookies. But uh, it's it's he's got a cool book. He's a very cool artist. If you see any of his Hellboy stuff? It's cool. It's a picture book. It's a picture book. Oh, yes. I like yeah. it already. I like it already. There's no big words. What's it called? Uh, the, my notebooks. Uh, the ca Guillermo del Toro Cabinet of Curiosities. My notebooks, collections, and other obsessions. It's available on Amazon. It's in hardcover. It's thirty-eight forty-nine. If you steal it, it's worth nothing. Since since we're since we're talking about books, uh, Corey Feldman's memoir. Oh shit! <laughs> choreography. Choreography. <laughs> oh shit! Just got real. Genius. <laughs> the first the first chapter is available to read for free on Amazon. It's pretty riveting stuff. <laughs> really? Uh, yeah, seriously. That's the name of this. I'm week. not even joking. That's the name of this week's episode. Choreography. Fuck it. I'm 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 not I'm not even, I'm not even joking, dude. Uh, actually, the it's it actually reads pretty damn yeah. well. What is it? When I woke up in a puddle of my own vomit after like you know snorting coke off the other Corey's ass, dude. Look at this man. Look, fucking five star rating. <laughs> so Corey's got heart. <laughs> He's gone hard. No, but I read I read the introduction and I read the uh, the opening chapter and it's actually pretty well written. Okay, um, who's it written by? <laughs> <laughs> Corey Feldman. Oh. No, so I mean. It's, you know what? I mean, like, I'll always have a soft spot, but it's actually. You always have a hard spot for Corey Feldman. <laughs> nah. Do the truffle shuffle. Come on. This is where we keep the drugs. <laughs> I always love that yeah, bit in the Goonies. Where mouth is telling yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, was it? If, and if if you ever if you ever never mix the, the drugs, yes, never mix the drugs, or we will put you in the closet and beat you. Yeah, it's really funny because uh, in the because Josh Brolin's in it in the anniversary edition, they, they had they brought the whole cast back for the commentary, and when that bit happened, everyone was really quiet. <laughs> and then after it was over, Corey Feldman Corey Feldman just said, "Does anyone does anyone else think this scene's really ironic?" <laughs> <laughs> really? I haven't seen... You got the anniversary edition. Yeah, I mean, this came out a while ago. There was a... 
There, there was a, a, a few years ago they came out with, they, they got the entire cast back oh really the entire cast oh god I get into including, that including Brolin I've been stealing movies for so long I forgot about extras mm. <laughs> <laughs> you need this late, uh, yeah late, uh, emails we have emails alright so Anak people actually write to you yeah That's scary I'll tell you about it later Anak <laughs> uh, Namun emails us saying Anak Sunamun Anak Sunamun yeah from the mummy yeah. <laughs> no. I fucking know I know I need a question Jesus Christ Anak Sunamun this is what I keep yeah. saying you should you always fucking... contradict me I was right fuck Harry. Arnold Voslu fuck off <laughs> uh, so I was thinking Anuk Sunamun was thinking about Brendan Fraser and how he's been in a lot of horribly craptastic movies and for each and every one of them he deserves to be kicked mercilessly in the balls a few times but having said that it's hard to hate this guy besides if all else fails he could always launch another career as a spokesperson for the hair club for men what are your favourite Brendan Fraser films? you wrote this right? no we actually somebody actually wrote in yeah I know who. Why, why, why is it that Anuk Sunamun looks looks uh, sexier in the uh, the, second, the third one? In the flashbacks, because she's but got she, like because she got she's all tats. Tats are cool, man. Right, because she looks like shit in the nineteen thirties. Uh, for me, it's a tie. I mean, like my my favorite will Monkey Bone. Yeah, Monkey Bone. You gotta go Monkey Bone. Well, I mean, it's a tie. Like mo- Monkey Bone and like, Encino Man. Yeah, Monkey Bone and Encino Man. Well, I would go with Monkey Bone and California Man. Because fuck you, America. Because <laughs> in, in Europe, we in, don't know what Encino is. Encino, California, dude. It's like, it's the whole... We've been doing this podcast for how long? Uh, longer than I've had been involved in any relationship. Yeah. <laughs> and yet, uh, we still can't agree over the title of Peter Jackson's Brain Dead slash... Dead Alive. Dead Alive. It's fucking Dead Alive. Although, I've, yeah, it's Brain Dead. Dead Alive is a much better title. You're a much better title. Fuck off. <laughs> Yeah, it's a tie between Encino. Okay, Encino. Actually, actually, Encino actually, Ma- actually. What are you gonna bring up his dramatic work in Gods and Monsters? Was he was amazing as Bazooka Joe in GI Joe. Wasn't he Bazooka Joe? Was yeah, Bazooka Joe. He was, he was Bazooka Joe. Yeah. Yes, he was. That was pretty badass. It was a cameo because oh, right. it was directed by the director of the Mummy. Right. Yeah. Stephen Summers. Stephen Summers. I haven't seen Blast in the Past, but I've heard good things. Because actually, he- no, Blast in the Past is a good movie too. Have you seen it? Yeah, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Have you seen Gods and Monsters? Yes, I have. It's, it's awesome. Good- yeah, I mean that was a, that was and when he flirted. Also, and he's awesome in it. He's a that's good when actor. he flirted with being a serious actor, and he's like, "Nah, fuck it, mummy." No, he's. I mean, the thing about Brendan Fraser that annoys me is that he's actually a really good actor. Yeah. And he airheads, airheads, Quiet American. Did you see that? The Quiet American. He's really good in that as well. Hang on, wait, what's with the Michael Caine? Yeah. Philip Noyce movie. Wow. Philip Noyce movie, nineteen fifties Vietnam. He's I done. Seen I that. Mean, I'm having a flashback to this remembering pre, I wanted this to is watch crash. it. Pre Vietnam War. He's in yeah. Crash. He's in yeah. Crash. He's Sandra Bullock's husband. Oh yeah. 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 That, no, he's he's done a, he's done a lot of good movies. Oh, and he's the cool guy in Scrubs. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he was the cool guy who was dying anyway. The guy, the guy who was dying. Yeah. <laughs> was it? It wasn't JD's brother. It was somebody's brother, right? I think it was. Uh, was it Sarah Chalk's brother? Hmm. Might have been. I think so. And he was also in Looney Tunes back in action. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> he was. And Journey to the Center of the Earth. Fuck, man. No, he's done. He's been in a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you know there was a project in development uh, where uh, a Buck Rogers that harked back to the 1930s Buck Rogers, but it was in animation and and uh, he was uh, he was gonna play Buck Rogers. Really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, for voiceover. Would that be oh? Would that it's be jetpacks and flying shit? It it would be the duck. Uh, the the the. It was more to the not the not the tweaky. Who's the oh? It's uh. It would, it would it be would, like Adam Strange. It would be more towards the 1930s serialized version, which, yeah, yeah. Was, which was actually somewhat dark. Yeah, yeah. 
Not tweaky, bitty bitty. Yeah, yeah, no, but they did a, they did a recent Book Rogers a comic that was very Tron infused and was like jetpacks and stuff like that. It was very Adam Strange's. Like, Adam Strange got a reboot. You know, Adam right. Strange's DC character got a reboot yeah. in the 90s. Right. Where I was like, he used to get a Zeta beam to bring him to Rao or what? Was it Rao? Mm -hmm. yeah, well, and then it stopped happening. And then he was just drinking himself stupid in the DC universe and he's like asking Superman, can you carry me to Rao? Right. And then some bounty hunters came uh, I stopped him. that Princess Ardala. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck me. No. <laughs> I've got, so got so many fetishes from the, the 1980s uh, Buck Rogers show. Fucking Wilma Deering. Yeah, yeah. When we, when, we, when we saw her at Comic-Con 2010, I was like, I can't go over, over there for a um, signature or autograph because I'll just drop my pants. I'll just drop Rao. Yeah. Just, just drop trout and just drop and a just, Cleveland steamer right yeah. in your fucking face. Yeah. <laughs> Would you fuck me? I'd fuck me. Yeah. I'd fuck me hard. I'd fuck me hard. <laughs> uh, no, but, but wouldn't that be a, that was just a somewhat cool idea, right? I mean, if he could have voiced a uh, 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 rebooted, uh, yeah. uh, animated Buck yeah. Rogers. No, that I mean, yeah. I think it was one of the one of the one of the few one of the first movies I actually went to see. For this podcast was the Mummy Three, I think it was, and that was where uh, the Jet Li one. Yeah, that was the one where I realized that was he even dead? I can't remember. Yeah, he was in that one. He was, was in okay. Oh no, everybody yeah. came but back except Rachel Weisz. Yeah. But that was the After one. Yeah, got that, they got a they got a <laughs> Kate Winslet. Kate Winslet? No, Kate. Maria Bello. Maria Bello did that one. Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. But um, that was where my it when you look when you look back at old movies, look at Jurassic Park now, and you're like, ah, uh, fact. Right. But when you're watching a movie, you don't think that usually. Right. The Mummy movies always the problem like the lighting on the main characters and everything that's going on around them is completely different. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they did not give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Stephen Summers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he, he directed the third one too? No, no. no Rob he... Cohen directed the third one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Also, someone else you shouldn't avoid like the plague. So, but yeah, I mean, uh, Monkey Bone is. I mean, you introduced me to Monkey Bone. Monkey Bone is genuinely hilarious. Monkey Bone and fucking Encino Man are my favorite Brendan Fraser movies. Yeah, he's done a lot. He's done a lot of stuff. Yeah, and uh, you know he has done. Some and he seems to be. He seems to be drinking from the pot of eternal youth. Well, from the face at mm. least. Yeah, not uh, the face. Not yeah. the face. But uh, you know he has done some good dramatic work. Uh, Gods and Monsters, Crash, Quite American. But uh, you know, I'll just always. I'll always he's remember. He's always remember this like. Goofball and the uh, yeah, uh, yeah. in fucking California and man. fucking George of the Jungle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, George the Jungle. Fuck me. <laughs> George, George. <laughs> you know that bit of School of Rock where he's like, "Do this shit, play the drums." <laughs> 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 no, 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 stop that. It sounds like George of the Jungle. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the other guy? The guy who played the Sandman in, in Survivor Man. Thomas, Thomas Hayden Church. Church. Yeah. He's like, get all shit. He's like. George don't like you. <laughs> I fucking... <laughs> they even do it. I mean, I remember seeing, because George of the Jungle and Rocky and Bullwinkle were things they used to show in the UK when they had nothing else to cover. It's yeah. like, fuck, we're out of shows. But George of the Jungle was actually pretty funny. It was like Roger Ramjet. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the Roger Ramjet movie because that is that stuff is retarded. Some of George... I, don't, I, don't, I know that word is hard, hurtful, but Roger Ramjet is fucking retarded. <laughs> He takes protein pills to make him go fast. I don't know. Anyway. Um, okay. George's Jungle was great. It was pretty fun. John Cleese is an ape. Watch out for that tree. <laughs> yeah. I love the ape. Uh, the ape was pretty good. He loves Brendan Fraser. But you, have you seen Monkey Bone? I have not. Actually. You should see Monkey you should, Bone. You should watch it. It is ridiculously stupid. Yeah, I know. But for me, uh, Brendan Fraser being goofy, it's Brendan Fraser. We know him. It, it's just so refreshing to see him in a in a, in a, in a in serious a, role, in a yeah. drama. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. quite quite American. He was when he plays Gandhi. Oscars will come calling. 
Yeah. The other question we have comes in from Theodora. He could play Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> ginger Hitler. Because he's kind of ginger. <laughs> My people. Um, Theodora says, Hi Ian and Gavin. I am prepping for Halloween. I start by gathering these materials. A tub of glue, acetylene torch, a flare gun, and 50 pounds of boiled pig brains. Next, I select Target, one of the neighbours. Bullshit. You write all this. No, I don't. You do. I don't. Uh, he doesn't. We know who does. We'll tell you later. Uh, uh, of course, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't do any of this because I live in the country where most people just get dressed up in some rented costume and get wasted. How about a Halloween list? What are your favourite creepy, scary Halloween films of 2013? Now... I can't really speak to this because my girlfriend fucking nearly Thanks. broke my hand during Prometheus. That wasn't that scary, but she freaked the fuck out. Is she talking about what what are what are our favorite horror films Prometheus? of Prometheus that came out in 2013? Yeah, I think so. Uh, the Conjuring. The Conjuring, really? You yeah. seen it? Well, and also depending on what country you live in, Maniac. Would you love that? Like, no, but Maniac is a fucking good horror movie. Uh, but but that came out in 2012 in a lot of countries, but it came out in 2013 in some other places. Uh, so World War Z is a 2013 movie. It's not a horror. I don't I, get that horror though. Vikingdom. That's a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like for you guys. Like if I don't if I don't if I don't if I don't pull my bootstraps up, this is what I end up working on. <laughs> like, I just I just did a quick poll for 2013 horror movies. No, you got I'm, The Conjuring. I'm, you got Hell Baby. Hansel and Gretel, haven't seen that yet. Hansel and Gretel. No, I would, I would, I mean, for me, it's definitely The Conjuring. I've heard a lot of good things about American Mary. I have it at home, but I haven't watched it yet. Stoker's not a horror movie. Fuck that shit. Uh, I the thing is, I can't. I I can't really speak because no, my I mean, girlfriend. Because you can't watch them. No, my girlfriend will like if we. Well, I mean, we watch, it was like watching The Descent. Yeah. <laughs> when we, he told me there's a moment in The Descent that'll freak you out. And we're watching The Descent. We're like, this is fine. He's going, oh, this guy's a pussy. This is fine. <laughs> is this it? No, this isn't it. My couch is against the wall. <laughs> so there's a moment. I'm like, oh, this is it, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Myself and my girlfriend were finding each other, like, um, like uh, what do you call it? Three Stooges style. We're doing the slaps right. to, to win the opportunity to hide behind the couch. Right. Like, and we the were thing, literally... And the thing is, is that once that moment happens, the movie's relentless. Yeah. It's like there's this one moment where you're just like whoop whoop ah yeah. and then like, from that point and that from he that told me the movie he's like he fell off the he, you, you told me he fell off the couch right I fell, yeah I fell off the couch we didn't fall off the couch we were jumping off the couch behind <laughs> the couch there was no space behind the couch we made space mm-hmm. I was like I love you but fuck off because I need to get away because <laughs> this is terrifying and it's, have you seen The Descent? I have not. I you should really out. see that. It's a really good movie. Check it out. But that's not a 1920 movie. No, it's not. The Conjuring. Yeah. Why don't you just make it uh, not a 2013 Yeah, movie. if you go outside 2013. Like best horror movies ever. Ring. Halloween. Ring. Always Ringu. The Always the original, the original Ringu. Yeah, yeah. That movie's fucking scary. The bag. Also, also The Mist. And the mist was the mist. I didn't find as a but, horror. But, yeah, it's more. That's more psychological. It just fucks yeah. with you. I mean, the Blair Witch Project fucked me the fuck oh, yeah. up when really? I saw it. Yeah, no, totally. it's kind of boring for me. Yeah, I, I found it quite boring. I saw it in New York, not knowing anything, and then I went to say I was sleeping on the floor on my friend's spare room. Sinister is pretty good. Is it? Sinister is actually Sinister. pretty good. I mean, the Sinister is Insidious. All these movies I can't even keep straight my head. Insidious is actually quite good as well. Saw was pretty good. I mean, saw the, the first saw. saw. Yeah, yeah. First saw. Would Saw be horror? The first one, yes. Carrie Ells is in it. That's the one I remember. Yeah. <laughs> If Carrie Ellis is in it, it's fucking horror fear. Horrific. Yeah, it's like, oh my god, he's so fat. What happened to the guy from Princess Bride? Um, it's a horror. That's horror movies. Like this is what this is what awaits you in middle age. Um, as you wish. That's what his chef says. <laughs> you want that put in bacon? Yeah, as you wish. Um, I've heard a you lot. You call of, this quiche? I've heard. I've heard a lot of good things about American Mary. A lot. Yeah, of I've heard things. a lot of. I've heard a lot of good things as well. And um, I like the actress in it. Stoker, fuck that noise. But. Uh, <laughs> 
And Cities and Cities 2, the last exorcism, the, the, the second last exorcism of Emily Rose. The last exorcism? How do you, what, what do you call the sequel to that? The yeah, second, no, exactly. The, like, the second last one? Well, we, we thought the last one was the last one. The last exorcism of Emily Rose really plus, plus the last one. <laughs> Um, um, no, but for 2013, for me, it would definitely be The Conjuring because The Conjuring was a nice old school horror movie. I'd go with uh, Evil Dead because it's the only 2013 horror movie I've actually seen. Right. <laughs> and we'll get to that in the review section coming up next on McYappity Fries. <laughs> that's our that's our questions for this week. Okay. Okay. Moving on to reviews. If uh, you would like to send us any more questions, you can email us at podcast at mcyappinfries.com. And if you've listened this far. Please leave us a review on iTunes. And if it's not on the Malaysian or Irish iTunes store, send me an email at podcast at make them fries so that we know that you've done it and we'll give you a shout out. Because for us to move the charts that we've never really done, um, <laughs> we need reviews. And um, we appreciate you listening to this, but we would like you to give us a quick review on iTunes that will move to the charts. Moving on to reviews. All, all reviews Cosmopolis first because it's uh, it's the, the oldest film. Yeah, but then the when I review my three movies, you're going to walk out of the room and fuck off. No, I'm not. You are. All right, fine. Fucking... I'll do one first. I'll do Byzantium first, and what? then you can do Cosmopolis. What three movies? What three movies? Okay, which, what are the three? I'll do Byzantium first, <laughs> then you can Cosmopolis. All right, Cosmopolis. okay, fine. So Cosmopolis, uh, Byzantium. So Byzantium is uh, Neil Jordan's return to the vampire fold. After Interview with the Vampire? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, it stars oh, Gemma Atherton and Saoirse Ronan. century. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, it's Gemma Atherton, Saoirse Ronan. I have to review this movie because you can't say Saoirse Ronan. I can't say I can't yeah, say How do you say it again? Saoirse. Saoirse. Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse. Yeah, so you can't get Saoirse. it. <laughs> Saoirse. Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse. Um, so anyway. Saoirse. 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 Um... So this is a very different move from Interview the Vampire. Uh, these vampires, you know, they, they, there's no rush in this movie to set up the mythology. What? There's no rush in this movie to set up their okay. take on the mythology. You know, okay. they, they don't do the teeth thing. They have a, they have a, a nail that gets longer when they're hungry. Ah. So they poke and suck. They, <laughs> they, they jab you in the what was oh, it? Femoral. There's no vampire teeth. No. It's a what you call it? femoral artery. It's a budgetary uh, issues. Jugular. jugular. They get you in the jugular and they drink from that. Budgetary issues. So Cicerone plays bad dental. Yeah, Cicerone plays Eleanor. Eleanor. So her mother. You, you get it. There's her. There's Gemma Rathen. Mm. And Gemma Rathen's a brasser. What? Brasser. Okay. She's a total brasser. Ah. But the story builds up over a lot of time to flick back to the past. So they're living. They're, it's, it starts in the current day. You don't really know what's going on. They don't go out of their way to explain their vampire mythology. They 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 let you know that like how the vampirism happens like two thirds of the movie. It's just that they are mortal. Cicerone is educated in a way her mother wasn't. Her mother was a hooker. Right. Mother so was a hooker. So the mother's more streetwise. Yeah. In a way, but she never moved beyond that. Right. So the daughter is like, she writes her story every day. And they're both vampires. Yeah. She writes her story every day and she throws it to the wind because she can never tell anyone. She can never share her vampirism story with anybody. Right. So she does share her vampirism story with somebody. But it is, I mean, it's a very slow, meditative My vampire My wife will movie. hate it. <laughs> she might do. My girlfriend, I was like, oh, is she going to fucking get bored? She really loved it. It's a vampire chick flick, isn't it? Kind of. Hmm. But it's like... My, the, my, I mean, let me tell you something. The, my wife 
fucking hates slow movies. Well, what, she, is your, she's a she Michael fuck, Bay fan? She fucking she She is, actually. Okay. She does like Michael Bay. But the thing is, the payoff is worth on this. Basic, oh, fuck. <laughs> there's whiskey everywhere. Oh, my God. Point being... Um, well, actually, okay. there's a very different vampire origin story in this. You go to this island and you go into this, meet this unnamed saint, and it it does a lot of flashbacks. It takes its time. Um, okay, before you before you stop, before you go on, I just want to say that uh, there's whiskey all over the table. Harry Knowles recently uh, did a DVD review of this on In It Cool, mm-hmm. and uh, I just want to say that um, <coughs> fuck that's whiskey. <laughs> and I just want to say that this is my talkback. Talk back oh, of the Christ week. of the week. Gavin loves fucking comments. Okay, this guy, Jamie Lannister on Any Cool News said, Where's my hand? <laughs> <laughs> Spoilers! Spoilers! <laughs> <laughs> um, he's, quoted, he's quoting Harry Knowles' review. It's the same age of kids being vampire and food as the Twilight films, but without the graceful deer hunting rather than devouring a human for their warm blood. End quote. God damn it, Harry! This fucking sentence makes no sense. <laughs> Look at this way, yeah, it's right. it's the gutter vampires. Okay. Like they go to Brighton. She makes money by sleeping with men. It literally is. No, it's, it's Brighton. Like Byzantium <laughs> is the name of a hotel. That they I live know, in. I know. I know. Just fucking cracks me up. I know. It's fucking but Brighton. it's a different situation, and they make their living whatever way they can. Now there might be sounds you know like this a, sounds like a Mike Lee movie. Kind of. There's themes about, like, when they become vampires, maybe they are stuck where they were. Gemma Atherton's character was just, like, fucking shucking oysters or fucking clams on the beach when Johnny Lee Miller, being the most decadent fuck ever, introduces her to prostitution. Right. So when she becomes a vampire, stealing away from him, she stays with that kind of mindset. So she's like, I'll take care of you, because she turns her daughter, but... She doesn't turn her like it isn't blood sucking. She takes her to this place where this unnamed saint lives. This is all off the coast of Ireland because Ireland's full of vampires. Mm. They're called accountants. Mm. But um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so <the> lawyers. Oh <laughs> yeah. shit! But um, it's slow, but it's like it's got the modern day. There's plenty of flashbacks. Um, Cicerone's great in it. It it is enjoyable. I mean, it's it's a movie you gotta have some patience with. But it is a very different style of vampire movie. What's the running time? Uh, I think it's, it's less than two hours, I think. Okay. Cool. But it's just, if you want, like, it's not as flashy. Uh, Interview the Vampire wasn't that flashy. This is less flashy than that. Right. Like, and, you know, Cicerone goes out of her way to, you know, they get the nail grow and she kills people who are ready for death. Right. And eats from them. But, I mean, there's a kind of a key point is that the vampire, the vampire guys, it's a brotherhood. They're the only two women who've ever become vampires. And they've been hunting them forever. Because they don't, they shouldn't be. There. They shouldn't be. Ah. So there's, a, there's balance of that, and there's also like, you know, she's got a sickly boyfriend. He's Ginger. I was rooting for him. He's not one of the Gleason clan. Right. It's, but, not, it's not Rupert Grint? No. Oh, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a slow paced movie. There's a lot of hookerism going on there, but it, 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 it's really enjoyable. I would, if you liked the interview to Vampire, Give this the time. It takes slow to get going, but it is definitely worth your investment. Right. No, I've heard good things about it actually. Yeah. I'm looking. Uh, I'll I'll definitely be checking it out. Although although, how is Gemma Addison in it? Is she all right? She's actually pretty good. Like I think she, I she, think I think Clash she, of the Titans. I think Clash of the Titans undersold her. No, but she just annoys me in everything. Even in Runner Runner, I didn't like her. Was she like that? Yeah. She's like a marble statue with moving lips. 
I don't know, just, like just something about her, just mm. fucking. No, annoying. she's good in this because the thing is, she can't get past being a whore. <laughs> so she plays them just like you. Uh, hey! Oh, oh shit! shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but she can't get past that. Whereas it, her daughter had an education that she never had, and that's it. That's a key conflict from the movie. Is that her daughter's like, we don't need to do this. Like we moved to we moved to a new town because you had to kill some vampire who came looking for us, but. You don't need to go hooking, and she's like, "Don't worry, darling," because it's Jim Arthur. Yeah, but she's pretty. She's very good in it. She is. Jim Arthur is a good actress. She's not being well served. Does she smoke a pack of silk cuts in this film? Guys, I've got an idea. <laughs> My name is Michael Caine. <laughs> You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. The were rubies big- the size of tangerines. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen that have you seen the Tangerines video there's you, a Michael Caine well I'll put it in the show notes there's a Michael Caine video we, we've mentioned it before you're a big man but you're out of shape you're out of shape now sit down behave uh, yourself yeah that, that's get Carter yeah you think there's, you're there's, quite, there's you a think video online where they just, they just remix the whole scene we talk about the Tangerines like there was big as Tangerines and then it's like that Tangerines Tangerines and he just cuts back to Christian Meg going, <laughs> You think you're pretty smart, don't you, Carter? Swear only, to me! Only comparatively speaking. Only comparatively. Completely off topic, but. Maybe Charlie you Croker. shouldn't be living here! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Love, right. love Michael Keane in Children of Men. <laughs> He's not in Children of Men. He is in Children of Men. Who is he? Oh! Pull my finger. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> my name is Michael Caine, and I'm stoned off my fuck. What is it? Is it Stella Street where they had all the f- stars, and one of the guys was Michael Caine? What? Stella Street. There was a I think it was BBC had a a sitcom that was based upon all the stars that are easily mimicked. Oh, yeah. Live on the one street, and it was like Mick Jagger going to the Seven Eleven. I'd like to get some fucking safaris. <laughs> and then, you know, my name is Michael Caine. And, and I, I would am. like to get a pot noodle. <laughs> was, it Harry, was it Harry Enfield who used to do Michael Caine? The, about, so. about the nose, my name is Michael Caine and I am a nosy neighbour. No, that's, I think that's Stelly Street. That's Stelly Street. Yeah. That wasn't, I that wasn't a nosy neighbour. Right. I am a nosy neighbour. And I will fuck you the fuck up if you get in my shit. <laughs> Where... Other fucking minis gone. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the mini Easter eggs. Because <laughs> I do like a Cadbury's cream egg. <laughs> but I only ask. Did you see his acting video? What? Did you see his acting video? So, now when I act in my, in, in, in my pictures. Oh, the joke one. Yeah, I never blink. Because, yeah. no, this is real. It's like blinking in the movies. No, that's makes, a joke. I've no, seen no. that. Blinking makes you, makes you look weak. Because <laughs> on the big screen, your eyelids are 20 feet tall. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so, I never blink in my pictures. And you go back and you watch Michael Caine. He doesn't blink. He doesn't blink. No. Wow. Not even so, him. I got the script. <laughs> for Jaws 4 and it said we're sh- a boat in the Bahamas and I thought that's alright I've never I've never been that's to Danny the Bahamas that's Danny Dyer what am I doing I've never been to the Bahamas uh, also I need a patio refurbishment 
Anyway. I've got an How idea. How do we fucking go to Michael Caine? Yeah. He's not even in any of these movies. Cosmopolis! Slap it down. Cosmopolis. This is going to be a really, really fast review. Uh, Cosmopolis is the uh, last film that David Cronenberg directed that stars Robert it's Pat- not the last film it's the last one he directed recently it's like it's not his last film it's not his last I hope yeah. to god it's not his last Jesus, film Jesus yeah latest I think it's called it's yes. his latest film uh, it's got a pretty impressive cast uh, Paul Giamatti Kevin Durand uh, Juliette Binoche um, it's this Jay Baruchel it's essentially the story is we, we did review this at the end right yes the Jay Baruchel <laughs> hate Canada yeah <laughs> hate being out of Canada I mean, it's it's the story is very simple. Uh, it's it's uh, Robert Pattinson is playing. Needs a haircut. Yeah, he needs a haircut. He's like he's this twenty-eight-year-old uh, asset manager who is uh, just on his way for a haircut. He just wants a haircut. Everyone's telling him there's no reason why he can't get it. We can't get the barber brought to the fucking office, you know. But he's like, nah, I want a haircut. In the meantime, the world is falling apart. Oh. Uh, there's this whole thing it's like the president's on his way and there are some nice Cronenberg moments where you know like uh, uh, Kevin Durand is his uh, limo driver slash bodyguard oh Kevin Durand is the guy from fucking Legion right with yes, the angel yeah, dude yeah, yeah, he's yeah. in Lost yes he's got huge teeth <laughs> yes he's like the idiot clone brother of um, the other Busey yes not Gary the <laughs> Jake, younger Jake, Jake Busey yes. they got amazing teeth <laughs> yes and they got uh, like they they dug the channel tunnel with their teeth. Yeah. I mean, and, and the <laughs> movie tombstone teeth. The movie yeah. the movie starts very promising because you got you got. Kevin Durant was a dick in Lost. He's amazing. He's a, he's a dick in this too. He's a dick in every movie he's in. Uh, and and the, but the movie starts promisingly enough. You mm-hmm. got you know there's this row of uh, stretch limousines and the cameras just sort of gliding along them and and then it finally it, is it, there a dwarf in it? it no and okay. it, cl- it closes in on Robert Pattinson who's okay. trying his best to look like Keanu Reeves from the Matrix <clears throat> you know and and he's got Kevin Durant next to him and it's like we'll get and and the opening scene the opening dialogue between the two of them is actually very cool yeah. uh, which is why well, I'm so pissed off that the rest of the movie didn't follow suit because it's, Spoilers. That, it's this nice kind of uh, David Cronenberg sort of cadence. It, yeah. It's it's this weird sort of Harold Harold Pinterish sort of pauses and where 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 they're is all sting in it. Where they're all where they're all. <laughs> I think Harold Pinterish sting right the devil and Mrs. What's his name? No. Okay. The fuck. <laughs> and 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 they're like, I need a haircut. We can come, we can get him to come up to the office. But the rest of the movies in Wait. Paris. <laughs> Let me finish this. It's like it's not the same. It's like the president's coming into town. Right. I need a haircut. And they talk for a little bit about a haircut, and then suddenly Rob has it. Just to clarify, which president are we talking about? President of the country. Right. That's it. You know, it's like this very dry. I'm so bored right now. I know. I know. <laughs> it's very dry, but it's these, it's these, it's these Cronenbergian moments that yeah. are very weird, very sort of like detached. But at the same time, um, you know, you're you're kind of engrossed. Hmm. And the rest of the movie, well, for for, for the first well, first of is all, there's a movie in the car. Fifty percent of the movie takes place in the car. Yeah, um, that's what I'd heard before. That's actually quite cool. I mean, there's some nice flourishes. There's some nice visual flourishes in the film, but there's not enough to keep you interested for close to two hours. Oh wow, two hours long. It's 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 uh, it's just ten minutes shy of two hours. So it's mostly Pattinson freaking out in the car. For the most part, uh, he's freaking out. No, I mean uh, he's not. He's not. I mean, like not not for a long time. Like he doesn't really freak out until right till the very end. Mm. 
Um, and there are cool moments in it, but there's just not enough. I mean, I was bored shitless watching this movie. Really? I was really bored. And I and you've watched some shit. I've watched some shit. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, I sat through Steven Sodenberg's remake of Solaris without falling asleep. This one, on DVD, I, I swear to God, I chapter skipped. <laughs> I couldn't take it. Yeah. I really couldn't take it. I'm like, just fucking go somewhere. It's because you're married now. No, the movie's got to go <laughs> no, somewhere. No, it's moving. <laughs> yeah, movies. It's, it's, mo- it's a valid criticism. And the movie just doesn't go anywhere. After a while, you're just fucking sitting there going, oh, for fuck's sake, somebody do something. Mm. Nothing happens. And even when stuff happens, it's happening outside the car. So, and you see this shit, and it's like, fuck, I wish the cameras were outside catching this riot. You know, because you do see, you, you, like, the world is coming apart. Right. And it's this guy who's just I losing know, his I shit. I know that, that world coming apart thing aspect of it. Well, I mean, it's been, I mean, world coming apart in the sense that, you know, it's a country in, in chaos. It's a country in turmoil. And, and, and the citizens are angry. Mm. And as the movie progresses, the, uh, the emergency level goes up. And as, as the movie keeps going, things outside the car get more insane. So, and that's the interesting part. That's why you never leave the boat. But you never get there. You, you never, never get, get there. to go outside mm. and take a look. You never really get there. there, there I mean, there, there are, you know, there are conversations that kind of examine yeah. it and try to explore it. Let me but, guess, but, so check the radio. No, not really. No. Who's the driver? Kevin Durant. <laughs> oh, Kevin Durant's driver. Yeah. With massive teeth. Most of the updates come from Kevin Durant. He doesn't need a radio. Robert, he just Robert tunes Pat- in Robert Pattinson's the radio. in the car. He's getting fucked. He, he's fucking Juliet Binoche. And then, like, Kevin Durant will just come beat the shit out of some people who are trying to get to the car and then go like uh, the president's fucking no we're uh, uh, you know fucking uh, I wasn't lost you know the the, <laughs> the, the the threat level is pretty fucking high you know and shit I wasn't lost yeah. you know it's like no that kind of shit and then Legion you know, uh, I was, I, I, I was every, an angel in Legion motherfucker and in every bootleg copy my final line of dialogue is in Russian <laughs> <laughs> so I mean I, I can't recommend it at all I can't recommend it it's fucking boring yeah I mean it looks good yeah, you know, and it's David Cronenberg. It's great, it's Mitch Mack. Yeah, it's David Cronenberg. I love the fucking Stray Story. That's him, right? No, that's David Lynch. Shit. <laughs> Nick, naked Lunch. I like Naked. Naked, naked lunch. lunch is David Cronenberg. Yeah. I, know, but yeah. I wish I, I wish I had a. I, I wish I had. I wish I had a keyboard Dead that was ringers, made of books. Dead ringers, scanners. Yeah, yeah scanners. Mm. I haven't seen scanners. Good. Yeah, it's, oh, it's fucking awesome. Fucking um, Michael Ironside. My head heads blows up. I'll see anything with Ironside. Uh, I will. But um, Again, I was, saw Starship the, Troopers. What's the one with the evil vampire armpit? Oh, shit. Breeders? What? Is it Videodrome? No, Videodrome's a tape in the stomach. That's um, James Woods. That's James Woods. Yeah, yeah. And so he, put, he pulls a gun out of his stomach <laughs> when he's crazy. The one with the... It's not Breeders. It's like... Uh, there's one where... Uh, it's Dave Cronenberg, but like it's a vampire story. But instead of being a tea thing, she's got this weird mouth under her armpit. She's like... I don't know what you mean. I can't remember. I can't remember. It's not scanners. It's like it's. I mean, so yeah. I, I I can't. I, you know, I can't in good con. If you're a Cronenberg fan, you're gonna watch this anyway. Yeah, but you won't like it. It's not to say. I mean, I it's don't not know. good. It's not good. I, I didn't like it. Yeah. Okay. You know, it didn't do anything for me, and, and the a- wife fucking hated it. Mm. She was pissed off at me for putting it on. What do we call She's her? Like, in the this show? movie sucks. She's the bitch from Mars, right? <laughs> I can't remember if that's her. Jeremy <laughs> <laughs> Dodge is my my girl. But yeah, you're, you're... I can't remember if, if it's no. the same one. <laughs> so uh, uh, I saw the Evil Dead. You you haven't seen the? Have you guys seen the Evil Dead? The new? Uh, no. The new one? No, I haven't. So the new one, it's the same fucking house from Cabin in the Woods. I was really annoyed when I watched this movie that it did not have a copy of Cabin in the Woods on standby. Oh really? It's it's the same? Like it's the same fucking house. So they go there. 
in one Jeep that looks like a Jeep in Jurassic Park, which I reckon must be a... It's Fede Alvarez, right? Yeah. Fede, yeah. So, they go there, and Mia is a junkie. It's crazy. And her brother is Sheila Fernandez, is David, and he's like, we're going to get her clean. Mm-hmm. And the other friends are like, well, we tried to do this before, it didn't work. She bailed on it after a while. He's like, well, we're not going to bail. We're not going to bail... She's a junkie. We're going to stay here in this horrifying (laughs) tiny cabin until she kicks the the smack. Mm -hmm. And then this... I don't know. I can't remember. I'm not sure if it was the first Evil Dead, the second Evil Dead. There was a guy with long hair, right? That was the first one, I think. First one, right? There's a guy with long hair and a 70s uh, plaid shirt. Yeah. There's a guy like that in in this. In the remake, he's played by Lou Lou Taylor Pucci, whatever his name is. But it's not... No one from the originals is played by anyone in this other one mm-hmm. they all are just people mm-hmm. so it's like I think it's five of them There's Jane Levy's Mia yep Shira Fernandez is David who you think is Ash mm-hmm. he's not Ash um, Mia's Ash well I'm not going to see him that far but it's very visually it's visually it's fantastic like there's moments where you know the the original had the uh, the swing against the seat, right? Remember the swing, yeah, yeah, the yeah, swing yeah, outside yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah, house yeah, is banging. Yeah. Yeah. They don't even go that far. It's like we're here. It's cool. But when they try to leave and the river is 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 has covered the bridge, it is exactly like Ash in fucking Evil Dead Two. Where it's like, oh no, the bridge is out. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when they were doing that? It's like it's exactly the same. So they they're constantly. I mean. I have to say, Fede Alvarez has a very good style. If you, if you don't know Evil Dead, it's like, they read a book, it unleashes the Evil Dead, they will possess you, they will make you pretend to be unpossessed until you fuck your friends over and everything's fucked. Yeah. And it's very much a gore horror. There is, in the trailer it's known, yeah. there is a... Shitloads of gore. There is a um, turkey cutting knife, electric knife on yep. the tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. on the fucking tongue. Right on it. There's a girl who flays her own face. Because in the book. It's cut to the book, cut to her. Oh, book says flay, you're flayed. Yeah. There is a tree rape, but it's a different type of tree rape from the original movie. And the original is like, <laughs> and this is like, oh, Jesus. But the thing is, that I mean, there's moments where there's like, right, they're in the shed. You know, the shed. The right. iconic shed. Sure. Where mm-hmm. you get the crash zooms. Yeah. And it's like, right. You could go for the chainsaw. But someone goes for machete instead. Mm-hmm. But later, someone goes for the chainsaw. <laughs> it's not the same. And and it is it is very clever. It is actually... I was surprised how clever it was with regards to... You think one person is Ash. He is, the, is the new Ash. Mm. And they're not. And the way they do that is very clever. It is? Yeah. Because Ash is a chick, right? Mm, I wouldn't even... I, I wouldn't say that much. Right. I don't want to spoil it. Because that's what they would make you... That, that, that's what all the pre-publicity led you to believe was that Ash was going to be a chick this time around. Basically, the person you were expecting to be the Bruce Campbell... Is not. Is not. But... And the... It's it's very hard... Again, we hate spoilers on MikeAdamFries.com. I don't want to spoil this for anybody. But if you're a fan of the Evil Dead, you should watch this because there are so many shout-outs. You'll enjoy it. And those shout-outs are enjoyable. Who directed it? It is Fede Alvarez is his name. And he actually 
regardless of the horror stuff, he's beautiful eye. There are actually moments in this like the lighting and everything else are absolutely stunning. It's like you're watching, uh, you know, watch. It's like let's say Cabin in the Woods. You're watching Cabin in the Woods. It looks beautiful. This look great. There's moments. There's a jeep. That, there's a jeep there that I can, I can only imagine is a homage to Jurassic Park because mm-hmm. it's the exact same fucking jeep from Jurassic Park. Yeah. But someone has to rip their fucking arm out from under that. <laughs> someone has to. Someone chainsaws their arm off. That's not Ash. That's not the Ash of the new version. Somebody has to use a chainsaw to kill the Evil Dead. But that would be the person that, when you go into this movie, they would be the person you would least expect to be that character. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. That they manage to... There's, there, all those tropes do happen. All the tropes from the original Evil Dead 1 Evil Dead 2, because they're basically the same movie, do happen. But they happen to different people. So someone does cut their arm off, but it's not Ash. Someone does a chainsaw motherfucker to death, but that's not Ash. Someone you think is Ash for 80% of the movie, but he's not. But the weirdest fucking thing of the whole fucking movie is at the end of the credits, fucking Bruce Campbell's there going, (coughs) Hail to the King, baby. (coughs) What? They have, like, they're never, they're never clear. When you look at this movie, there's no more, no more phones. There's nothing that can really tie, apart from the two cars, there's nothing that can tie to any time space. But Bruce Campbell turns up at the wait, end. Wait, wait, wait. There's nothing, I, I'm, I'm, I, it's spoilers, but I think it's spoilers you guys need to know about. Um, there's nothing in the movie that really ties it to any particular time scale. There's no mobile phones. Right. The Ford could be any time in the last 20 years. The Jeep is a Jeep. Jeep mm. could be in the last time, 50 yeah. years. Yeah. So the credits roll, and then there's a light shining on the very obvious chin of Bruce Campbell and the tape from uh, the original Evil Dead you know where the guy's reading the tape because in that one the guy reads the book yeah. and they play the tape back and that's what causes all the problems that plays and then it shows in silhouette Bruce Campbell he's like how's this game baby is it Bruce Campbell then or Bruce Campbell now nah oh, shit. I'm like that so, makes no fucking like- so it's a salute it's an endorsement? I, I don't know. Because the thing is, right? So it's the same, it looks like the same house. Okay, we're going to, we, we might be getting into the same, it might you be see, getting, you see the same house? We might be getting the spoiler territory. At the end okay. of the movie, the house is burnt. It wasn't burned. <laughs> that, 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 that's that, a that fucking spoiler. That is spoiled. But it wasn't burned when Bruce Campbell dealt with the Evil Dead. Yeah. So it could be that Bruce Campbell was the prequel. I mean, the fact is, they made enough money off that, they're going to do the Medieval Dead 2 or Evil Dead 4. I heard they're doing Army of Darkness. 4. 4, yeah. yeah. But, he's in it going groovy a bit. It's, it's, as we said, it's like the, the, the reel-to-reel tape players playing. is like, we have unleashed an evil on the world that we should not have done. It just shows him and Silhouette going, groovy, baby. And that is so out of context for the rest of the movie it makes no sense it's like it literally makes no sense at all right but I would, I'm interested to see where they go next cool the meanwhile in Asgard the movie is rabbit by the way rabbit the Cronenberg movie with the armpit oh rabbit yes rabbit. it's the apparent block right they'll go crazy so okay. we're gonna finish off with a non-spoiler <laughs> review of uh, Thor because once Gavin sees Thor we'll do a spoiler cast cool there's a few things I can say about Thor without ruining it for everybody it's not Kenneth Branagh. No, it's not Kenneth Branagh. It's Alan Taylor, right? Alan, Alan Taylor. Taylor, yeah. And you can see the Game of Thrones aspect. 
the movie starts with um, while Thor was on Earth with the Avengers and everything else shit happens somewhere else the nine realms or the eight realms are fucked mm. like uh, it starts at Vanaheim it wasn't Anaheim <laughs> it was Vanaheim which is where Jotun is from mm. Hogan sorry Hogan the Asian dude you like this mm. <laughs> well thanks racist um, I'm a but essentially myself. he's been fixing all that shit up and there is a story that they tell their children about the Dark Elves who were before the world was light and the universe was light and the universe and all this shit. Like it opens with a flashback to the Dark Elves were dark as fuck and they wanted everything to be dark. But they were defeated and we have the universal light. Right. Um, big Bang notwithstanding. The Big Bang was the those guys being defeated. Right. So, the movie properly starts with Thor beating the shit. And that, that bit in the trailer where he beats the, the rock guy up, it's the beginning of the movie. Right. Which right. is exactly what we were hoping for because it's right. not spoil anything. Yeah. Right. Um, He's like sorting shit out. Yeah. Right. So, something happens. There's a beautiful contrast between Asgard, which is golden. You know, it's a lot of fucking Vaseline on the lens. It's fucking beautiful. <laughs> and then you got London. London. The like, grimiest, uh, greyest yeah. fucking place And it looks really fucking great. They make it look nicer later on, but it's really fucking great at the beginning. So it's not Star Trek Into Darkness London? No, no. It's like EastEnders like, London. It's right. proper London. So Jane Foster's there. She's happening upon some shit that's like, you know, you think it's like portals and shit going on. Like, we haven't seen it since New Mexico. <laughs> and she's also gone on a date with Chris O'Dowd, which is the weirdest fucking thing ever. Mm-hmm. He's like, have you tried turning it off and on again? You know, it's Chris O'Dowd. Mm, yeah. And so there's that shit going on because Thor hasn't come back. It's been two years. Which you should after dating a god. <laughs> yeah, you should give her a fucking shout on the Jotun fucking... Yeah. Heimdall, give her a shout. Yeah. Doesn't happen. But... And I, I, Did I, she I, watch the fucking news during the Avengers? Doesn't yeah. she know that he's still around? She's pissed about that. Right. Uh, <laughs> it was like... He didn't even call Oh, him. you went to New York? Fuck you, You ain't getting none of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she happens upon something, and what Thor? While Thor has been fighting evil in the seven realms or the eight realms, every night he goes to Heimdall and it's like, "Where's Jane?" And then Heimdall's like, "Shit, dude, tonight I can't see her." It's like, "Oh shit, it's got real." So something happens. And that's the catalyst for everything to go on. Right. And that's the catalyst so for... every night he's... She's, you, he's been stalking on her. It's, it's Superman right, returns using, all over again. Right. So she's screwing he's Chris O'Dowd. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's not screwing him, Chris O'Dowd, because it's Chris O'Dowd. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, essentially there is these... Before the universe, the Big Bang was the forces of light defeating the forces of darkness. And the forces of darkness played by Chris uh, Eccleston. Eccleston, yeah. Yeah. And... Um, I like Eccleston. He's pretty good in this. He's got a weird voice thing on him. Yeah. And those troopers wear masks because they don't want to do the makeup. He was, so, good. He was good at Elizabeth. Hmm. Anyway. But the thing is, this movie does not adhere to the stereotypical blockbuster formula. You know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of thing with Loki. Like, Loki, it starts pretty much with Loki in chains after his crimes mm. and Rene Russo dealing with him. Mm. And, uh, yes, should. Yeah. Mm. And uh, Anthony Hopkins not wanting to deal with him. And Thor trying to deal with him. And Thor trying to bring peace to the Nine Realms. And the threat comes from without and they bring it together. And it's it's fucking He-Man. Mm. 
There are people fighting with swords, but also they have laser towers to shoot down things that are flying. I'm not going to go too much into the plot because it's one of those movies where you can't believe how they've managed to make... It, it, it's essentially He-Man. Mm-hmm. But you don't need to know it because they haven't done... It's not a stereotype because they're a superhero movie. It's not the Spider-Man has to deal with his shit. It's basically... Thor and, and Odin are cool. Loki's downstairs. Yeah. Looking cool with his nice hair. Mm-hmm. But he's fucked. Right. And it does not follow the standard three structure. But shit happens. They're going to sort it out. They sort out well. And... <laughs> this is, as I said, this is the movie that makes me think. Like, one of the brilliant things is uh, Selen Stars... Skellen Starsguard? Yeah. One of his things is, I had a god in my brain, I'm a bit fucked. Like, he's arrested for being naked around Stonehenge. (laughs) (laughs) He is one of the funniest things in it. Uh, It's pretty serious, like, for the first half, and then the point where everything's darkest, they have ten minutes of the funniest shit I've ever seen. Where Skellen Starsguard's like, I'm not wearing pants, it makes me easy to think. Thor is hanging his hammer on a coat rack because he's like uh, okay I'm dealing with normal shit I'll just put this here mm-hmm. in the final battle there's like meow meow you, you know you know, Darcy calls it meow meow it's flying all over the place because they're falling through portals through time and space and it's all crazy shit and Loki gets to be so Loki it's amazing the fact is in, in this movie if you don't know Loki you're like oh big thing but if you know Loki from the comics and everything else, you're like, big thing, but I think he's going to do something later. And it all proves true. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how they have actually done the comic stuff so well. Because, I mean, uh, with Young Avengers and all this shit, they've made, they've, for years, Marvel have made a industry out of not killing Loki. Yeah. Having Loki be there always as Thor's antagonist, but also trust the confidant at times. Yeah. And the movie manages to do that as well. Yeah. And there's moments where it looks like, oh shit, he's just betrayed everybody. But he hasn't. But he has. <laughs> and that it's, it's is... Been totally Loki, really. Totally Loki. They have nailed... I mean, Tom Hiddleston, from every interview I've seen, is amazing. Yeah. And in this, he nails all sorts of shit. One of the, and, and they also even nail the emotional shit. When something bad happens, and he's giving Thor some shit, and, and Thor's like, no more illusions. And it cuts... He's like... Loki gets rid of the illusions and he's sitting on the floor and the room's trashed. His cell is trashed. Before it was normal, he's like, oh, is the Prince of Asgard here? And then it's like, he dispels the illusion and he's on the floor and he's despondent. He's Man. himself. His yeah. true self. Maybe. You think. Right. Exactly. You can yeah. never trust this motherfucker. Right. It's so good. Right, right, right. It's so good. Right. Again, I was in the cinema and I was like, oh, I was like, no. No, I know this motherfucker. He's a trickster. Right. It, it, it manages stuff so very well. Excellent. That, and um, there's two. One of the big things I mentioned, there's two post-credit sequences. Yeah, there's one for Guardians. No, there's one. The first one is just, it should be in the movie properly, actually. It's like, there's a thing with, there's a great, oh, Jesus, I should tell that one thing. When you see it, it's so good. Okay. The way they have handled the Thor, Odin, Loki shit in a way that 
will play for the next 20 or 30 years. <laughs> they are managing to not make it feel cheap. You know, yeah. well, you know what? You saw Jumper? Yeah. You know the end of that Jumper with Samuel Jackson? That, like, I hate that movie. That was like basically, oh, I'm going to put you here for the sequel. Right. Fuck that shit. They do it in a much better way. And the second one? The second bit ties directly into Guardians of the Galaxy because it, it, it has a cast member we know is in Guardians of the Galaxy. And having known that he was in Guardians of the Galaxy, it's like, oh shit. And they say having two of the Infinity Stones in one place would be a bad idea. That's all I'll say. Uh-huh. So you know so where they're you, going with you that. You know where they're going with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking the gauntlet. Who wrote it? <laughs> Thanos. <laughs> it ties beautifully into the... Uh, I was it ties beautifully to the Avengers. It ties beautifully into what's going on with Guardians of the Galaxy because the character who says that is in Guardians of the Galaxy. We know it's in... He's in I, know who's right? in, I know who it is. Yeah. I've heard. Okay, we won't, don't say this. No, don't say the show. But if you don't know, it's the same. Like originally, when I, I Gavin gave me some shit on this, at the end of the Avengers, I thought it was like Super Scroll. I didn't realize it was Thanos. I was like, oh shit, <laughs> <laughs> I have failed you. <laughs> I should hurry carry myself. So who wrote it? There it is. The, the Excalibur. Um, <laughs> who wrote Thor? Yeah. It wasn't Orky and the other guy. Who was it? Thor two. Thor two. Oh, know. and the beautiful thing is as well, another great thing in the movie is they've talked about the nine worlds, right? You see that. You see that Thor has been defending the nine realms. You know Jotunheim, but we also get Everybody. every other other world so together. So he has not been remiss in his no. duties. And I mean, it's not it's it's not fair for... Uh, Christopher Eggers doesn't have that much to do. Mm. He doesn't have that much to do. But he gets away with it. And they're cool, and you know, Idris Elba is badass. Cool. He gets to be a badass. He doesn't wear his helmet now. He does a lot. He does. No, he does. No, he does. Uh, but it is a validation that phase two. Shit's getting real. It's like suck my cock. It's gonna be <laughs> awesome. Phase two. I have I have no worries about Guardians of the Galaxy after this. Cool. All right. And uh, shit, we gotta do the top 10. Where the fuck is that shit? Oh, e- uh, emails. <laughs> if you've lasted this long, you can email us at podcast at McYappinFries. That's podcast at McYappinFries.com. Uh, Finishing off with the US and the Malaysian box office top 10. In the U. Uh, in Malaysia. In Malaysia. At, oh, number, God. Number 10 is Balada Panchinta. Number 9 is Clarity Chance Meatballs 2. Number Worth 8. Watching. Number 8, Gravity. Really? Yeah. Fuck. I thought we told everyone to see that. I think. <laughs> number seven, Mega Spider. Seriously, what the fuck? Number number six, Mr. and Mrs. Player. Number five, Riga Motus. Number four, Escape Plan. Number three, Tom Young Gong To. That's um. Tony, Tony Ja. Tony Ja has been photographed with Vin Diesel for Fast and Furious Seven. Yep. Number two, Special ID. That's Tony. That's uh, Tony Young, right? Mm-hmm. And at number one, it's Insidious Chapter Two. In the U.S. box office, number 10, it's Prisoners. Uh, number 9, enough said. Number 8, 12 Years a Slave. I have to re-brand uh, my uh, pseudo-cream documentary because 12 Years a Slave isn't going to work. No. <laughs> uh, number 7, Escape Plan. Number 6, mm. Carrie. Mm. Number 5, Cloudy with Chance Meatballs. You should watch that, it's good. Number 4, The Counselor. Oh, that's the thing. The Counselor will not be released in Malaysia. Why? 
I don't know. I just got an email saying it's not going to come out here. Isn't it a Ridley Scott film? Yeah. 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 It's not, no, I, I, from the production company told me not over here, is it? Number three, Captain Phillips. Very good things I hear about this. Yeah, I'm hearing really good things. Number two, Gravity. And number one, Jackass presents Bad Grandpa. I... Bad America! Bad America! Bad, bad, bad America! <laughs> I just want to laugh at something. <laughs> have you heard? What have you heard about this? I've heard it's funny. Yeah. But, dumb. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Uh, if you want to get us in touch with us, we said it earlier. And we're going to say it again. Good night. Good night.